0: That you stuck inside a Drake's shadow When are you gonna overcome? Uh-huh. When are you gon' level up? When are you gon' grow another foot? Uh-huh. When are you gon' show us that you're number one? When? And everything that you accomplished in some years About to take me just a couple months Don't you think I'm bluffing either? I thought you were tough and eager Damn. How you almost sounded Justin Bieber You look like a fucking beaver. <laughs> Ten years in the game But your ass still sitting on the fucking bleachers Boy, you just another diva, another diva. Heard your grandmama kick you out the house Screaming, Tori, we don't fucking need you Why your daddy up to leave you? I guess this is how they fucking treat you And you my puppy, you my cousin Skeeter This ain't what you wanted, they been waiting for it I'm joining Lucas, what the fucking niggas take me for? Yeah. Me.
1: Nah, that's, I, I, nah, I've i never heard that one <laughs> But he deserved, he Whatever bars is coming that nigga way. He deserve all of oh, them yeah, he did. Yo, yo, straight up for Oh, I think we yeah, we recording. Oh. Um so <laughs> Go ahead and start it off with the hashtag. Yo, I'm gonna just start this episode off by saying hashtag actually no, let me back that up real quick. There there's gonna be few and far times uh on this podcast. If you don't know, I'm I'm an African American man. Chris is of the Caucasian persuasion and there is never gonna be a time. I, I'm not like y'all these new age black friends y'all got. Okay, Chris ain't never gonna say nigga in my presence. But there's gonna he be some time. of your presence, either though. So I mean, yeah. Well, I, I can't speak on that. You, you. No. But I'm glad. I'm glad you cleared it up for him. So, um, <laughs> we got But today. there is gonna be times on this podcast today, being one of them, where I'm gonna say nigga for both of us. Okay. That doesn't mean this is Chris's sentiment. This is me speaking on behalf of the entire podcast. And in that case, I can come back to today's hashtag is Tory Lane's is a bitch ass nigga. A hundred percent. Okay? Oh yeah. I can't I, I'm not I, I ain't pulling no punches, uh, no nothing on this little fucking you know what? I apologize in advance to all of my mm, I wanna say height challenge people out there. And because there's gonna be a lot of short jokes this motherfucking podcast. I'm sorry. See, Tory Lane's went back in the day, nah I ain't even gonna go that deep that far. I'm gonna bring that one back though. Uh, (laughs) rewind. Tory lanes okay this is a, a mini re-up we got a different re-up for you later on in in the podcast uh, but I guess this would call this will fall under our, our new re-up segment although this is not today's re-up segment but in a revisit to last year uh, last week's podcast where we had some breaking news uh, finding out that you know our new up and coming artist, Megan D Megan stallion uh, was shot. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then in a You know in related news to that uh, At the time they were reporting That rap or I don't even is he a rapper Or is he a singer what is he I don't know He's one of the new artists Drake Shadow Right um it was reported That also Tory Lanez had been arrested On firearms uh, Weapons possession charges Mm -hmm. And so now we find out uh, In the wash over the last week That that was in fact Um uh the cause of megan megan d stallions being or uh, megan d stallion being shot uh in the foot or i don't know if it was a foot or feet pinky toe whatever um it was by Tory lanes uh megan d stallion also tweeted out she was shot by someone. In the commission of, I, I'm, I'm a fucking crime. this up of a crime against her, yeah, right? A violence against towards the
2: end of the last show we
1: recorded. Uh, so that's going to be the theme today. If you're a Tory Lanez fan, Hashtag. I don't even is that a that's an oxymoron to me right now. There should be no Tory Lanez fans because I'm gonna start this off. Proper and we gonna say the same thing We said last week violence against Black women must end Violence against black women Must end that doesn't mean I'm Excluding all other women I'm saying violence against black Women must end they endure Enough That's it they endure Enough So fuck you Tory Lanes. Fuck them Fuck you Bobby Brown uh, Yeah I'm bringing up ghosts Shit Yeah mm-hmm.
2: oh, oh, yeah, back, no, back.
1: yeah no no If we gonna let's, let's keep it consistent If you gonna say I can't I can't excuse Fuck you Bill Cosby well, I mean I think everybody's Kinda on that train um, mm. I don't know mm. But either way I'm Violence still on the fence against about black women Must end <laughs> And I'll elaborate on that More later But right now Like I said Hashtag Tory Lanez is a bitch ass nigga so, anyway, <laughs> yeah. What's the strain of the minute, Chris? What are we
2: smoking on today? I'm trying to take my pick. Okay. Um. Ooh, let's get it going. Good. Uh, I'm chosen today's strain as the Blues Brothers from Belushi's farm, and I've got grapefruit Kush to kick is, that, it is, is that Jim Belushi the actor? It is. All right. Has a farm. Here in Oregon,
1: <laughs> I've actually been to this farm. Yeah, nice uh, place. Yeah, it's down in Southern Oregon, I believe. Uh, Eagle Point. Or, I can. Never, uh, is that, uh, that may that may not even be a place. I, I think, think it was Eagle Point, but
2: I know I can't. I can never remember the name of the damn town. It's down there, close to like Medford. Yeah, you know yeah. Ashland. Yuck. I think is down in that area. All that. What you got? What strain you got?
1: Uh, let's see. I picked up a couple, but I think I'm gonna start it off with. Uh, let's go with the Super Silver Haze. It's a good, um, nice, good sativa uh, strain. The One of my favorite sativa strains because, you know, like I think we've talked about, maybe not on the podcast, but sativa strains typically don't hit me very well. Um, yeah. I really don't get much of the effect. I get a little bit of that, that nice cerebral effect in like the first few minutes, but it goes away very quickly. Um and Super Silver Haze has always been one of those strains That actually does give me a consistent uh, You know long lasting effect Or at least longer lasting I can going to say average lasting For Sativa for me uh, So I'm going to be smoking some of that From uh, looks like Cascadia I'm not familiar with this place So I'm going to check them out And I can actually give you a, a nice little review I guess in about 30 minutes I thought thirty minutes. Are they half? No, these are one-grammers. Huh. I think I got, well, I got the double pack on one of these, but uh, I think all of them were pretty much full-gram, but one full-gram, I don't know, I guess I'm used to full-grams being a little bigger than that, maybe. I don't know. Okay, well, <laughs> um, in honor of today's theme of Tory Lanez being a hashtag, Tory Lane's is a bitch-ass nigga. Um, I tried to play the joiner, Lucas. <laughs> You did. You played it. That's what we started out with. We started out with a little bit of that. Oh, I didn't know you were
2: recording. I thought you I,
1: <laughs> yeah. I just press that shit every once in a while. Fucking you know, we we're still learning how to do this shit. Season two, bitch. We still don't know what we're doing. Not Do-do-do. a fucking clue. <laughs> um so I'm gonna play I'm gonna play a a, a track right now from a man that uh that's what we're gonna start off with. It's kind of energy we coming in with today, so. Uh
3: oh. Kung
1: Fu uh, Kenny.
0: Kenny, uh. Kenny, 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 ain't nobody praying for me. Y'all know what happens on Earth stays on Earth.
1: Tory Lanes.
4: Here we go. I don't give a fuck, Tory. I don't give a fuck, Tory. I don't give a, fuck. I don't give, a, I, don't give a, I don't give a fuck, Tory. I'm willing to die for this shit. I done cried for this shit. Might take a life for this shit. Put the Bible down and go I for a knife for this shit. D O T my enemy won't catch a vibe for this shit. Hey, I been stuffed out in front of my mama. My daddy commissary made it to commerce. Bitch, y'all, my grandma's dead. So ain't nobody praying for me, I'm on your head. Ayy! 30 millions later, no defense watching. Auntie on my telegram, like, be cautious. I be hanging out of Tams, I be on Stockton. I don't do it for the ground, I do it for Compton. I'm willing to die for the shit, nigga. i take your fucking life for the shit, nigga. We ain't going back to broke, family selling dope. That's why you mini ass rap, niggas better know. If I gotta slap a, a pussy, pussy ass nigga, I'ma make it look sexy If I gotta go hard on a bitch, I'ma make it look sexy I pull up, hop out, air out, made it look sexy they won't take me out my element, nah, take me out my element I'm allergic to a bitch nigga, Ay. An imaginary rich nigga, Ay. Seven figures, how that slimmer did my bitch figure, ayy Going digital and physical and all y'all, yeah. Bunch of criminals and money in my phone calls, Ay Me okay, we let the A1 fly Reload kid, jump on the same G5 Check it for me heavy cause I go, yeah, I go, yeah They never been ready, yeah, I know, yeah, I know, yeah 100K spread across the floor, across the floor, yeah None of y'all fucking with the flow, yeah, the flow, yeah <laughs> <laughs> Years in the making, they don't tell to mistake it. I got them by a landslide. We talk about races. You know, this never be a tie. Just look at their laces. You know, careers take off. Just gotta be patient. Mr. 1, through 5. That's the only logic. Fake my death. Go to Cuba. That's the only option. If I gotta slap a pussy ass nigga, am going make it look sexy.
1: Yo, real talk though. I, I, really, I really don't like how. Make it look sexy. I guess I really don't like how all of this shit. Uh, has been going on And this conversation has been left out of it So we're gonna get into that a little bit more
4: Every time I hear there's someone here mm-hmm. I don't know why <laughs> Niggas thought they wouldn't go see me, huh, huh. Niggas thought they that real life is the same life they see on TV, huh Niggas wanna flex on me and be in LA for free, huh Next time they hit the 10 freeway, we need receipt, huh, huh. most of y'all ain't real Most of y'all go squeal Most of y'all just envy But jealousy get you killed Most of y'all throw rocks And they try to, try to hide, your hide your hand Just say his name and I promise that you'll see Candyman Candyman gonna come get your ass, nigga <laughs> Most of y'all tell lies Most of y'all don't fade your bitch you OP, I tried to lift a black artist But,
1: but it's if it's the difference, the difference between black artists and whack. artists and Artists. Fuck ass nigga. Alright, man, we done talking about Tory Lane's. No, we not. No, we not. I'm going at that nigga head all fucking all night. night. All night tonight. Uh what's up, y'all? Uh we're back. Um season two, episode three, uh two regular guys plus weed, I'm CJ. I'm Chris. and we just two regular guys sitting up here blazing out, man. <laughs> A <laughs> uh, lot of stuff going on, man. Lots of stuff we're gonna get into tonight. Um, but we're gonna try to we're gonna try to keep it to our usual hour and a half. We first? might we might go a little over. Um, I don't know, man. You call it because you know where I'm. You know where my energy's at tonight. Uh, so I guess l- let's start it off with. Um, uh, let's start it off with that's
2: dope and who raised you? All right, good. That's accurate. So I I I'm gonna let something. you go first. You I already know where I'm something, I'm something really good. Good. You know where I'm at. I have something really good for this. So, um, I, if you know my social media accounts, I don't really post on Twitter. I don't tweet. Right. Um, I make degrading comments to the president every fucking morning. Though. I mean, yeah, it's great. I just got hey, banned hey, the hey. other day for calling him old, not a bitch. Oh. I, I must say I don't mean to interrupt you But I must
1: say <laughs> You are probably the person That I know That's the most successful At getting banned On social media sites
2: If I had Christian Mingle I'd get banned um, Yeah
1: I think you pre- I, I think <laughs> I think if you tried You'd find a way To get banned On a fucking Nazi site
2: They'd be like He's too much He's too much <laughs> He's way too much Like you can go I've there i kind of actually Thought about um, You got that mind Infiltrating You can, you can, like, you can really Those go. Facebook groups like, just creating a whole... It's so easy, because these guys fall for everything. I mean, they do. But, anyways... Go let's, ahead. let's go back to our that step yeah. segment. So, um... But I do follow hashtags, and, like, current events, and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I found this one called... And it was hashtag share the medical mic. So... Okay. Have you heard this? No, I have not. So, um... It actually... It was... Today was the day. Um... But, um... So the announcement was this Wednesday, July 22nd, black physicians are taking over 40 Instagram accounts. Um, and what they, uh, the accounts they took over were Mm -hmm. non-black female physicians. They just gave them their Instagram and gave them, they were like huge on, you know, people, doctors that had huge followings on Instagram. Right. Um, they let them take over so that they could get the message out to, um, one of the ladies that I was watching, one of the doctors that I was interviewing, why she did it is because that gave access to a lot of um, people of color that normally wouldn't reach out for medical advice. Yeah, It actually increased the flow of traffic to all these people's accounts with serious medical questions. And I, it's just dope who to be, the doctors that came up with that, that's dope. Dope. All right. So who who wh- what about who
1: raised you? Who 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 do we who who do you have targeted in in, in the who raised you category this week? Who fucked up? There's so many. <laughs> All right. Well, while you looking for that, I'm a, I'm am going a to do my that's dope. All, All right. right. My that's dope is uh so a lot of you have um probably heard about uh, and we're gonna go into a little bit I guess in, into our topics today about Kanye West uh, recently uh, a lot of things are to be said about what's going on with Kanye and I have my feelings on what's going on with Kanye um, we saw recently where he had some type of a campaign rally that to me more resembled an Isis recruitment film um, I'm glad you said it. That the uh, no, I'm just mean the look of it. Like it literally looked like you know some somebody was yeah. filming in the back of some like fucking recruitment like room re- for ISIS. Yeah. Like yeah, like I was, like the, I some, was waiting dudes, for that dude sitting, the, sitting in their head, dude sitting in the motherfucking full Kevlar vest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like who stands on stage with the Kevlar vest on the front and say it got the, uh, the 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 fucking uh, Velcro security stuck to the front like. You you could have pulled that part off. Why did you leave security on there? But anyway, <laughs> that's not what's dope. What's dope is my man Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle um, decided to get his ass up and fly uh, all the way to Wyoming to go sit and talk with Kanye and check up on his brother and see what's going on with you. We all, We all out here talking about what Kanye said at the fucking crazy ass rally and shit um, and Dave Chappelle looked at that and he saw somebody that he knows and loves uh, obviously not in the right state of mind and he said you know what I'm gonna go even in the middle of a, a resurging pandemic I'm gonna go pull up on my mans and, and, and check on them you know what I mean? And to me, mm-hmm. that, that level of appreciation, not only just between artists or celebrities, but just between two men, um, to be able to say, you know, my
2: boy's not doing good, I need to go talk to him. That and do- that's dope. That's dope. It's kind of, you know what's funny is, because I almost kind of used something similar for oh. why that's dope. Yeah. But it actually, it came from a meme, and it's something I've been thinking about is, the Will Smith crying
1: meme. No, mine wasn't going to be that. My, I
2: think I'm. I'm actually going complete opposite where I think you think I'm going. Um, no, I have some I saw a meme on the, on the Will that, that, Okay, that. Um, it was they actually used Lisa Simpson from The Simpsons. Standing there with a oh, the chalkboard shit. No he didn't And it says um, Actually let me pull the meme up And it It says What did I do with it The meme says oh, It says the fact that Will Smith crying Turned into a meme is proof that the mental health Of men is not seri- is not taken seriously Right
1: Who we We gonna get into that So yeah, I'm and I was like, that
2: up. "Boom! That's dope that people are actually talking about this now." Yeah, because you know the, the,
1: we 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 need to, and once you get to a certain age, I guess I think for a lot of people, I had to, I had to do some self realization today. Uh, actually, just before we <coughs> we uh, we came over here, uh, so uh, I have some thoughts. So, um, so who? What about you? Who raised you? So.
2: that one I have really I have a hatred for pedophiles and just deeply I think most of us do oh, yeah um, there's a. I think everybody hates pedophiles but pedophiles you know uh, Trump impeached President Trump that's the only way I'll say president in front of his name. Impeach President Trump. Gotcha. You. Um, you know, he had that Hugh QAnon followers. Yeah. And it really surprises people when I tell them that I, I do not support QAnon because it, it's a fucking joke. Um, but because I'm an anarchist, that I should be supporting them. I If you're going to give me a conspiracy theory, <clears throat> give me something that's not easily fucking disproven. First yeah. of all, but anyways, I got to relight this joint before I can say this. Okay. It's kind of like to me,
1: the story of the uh, the Pied Piper, you know, playing, playing the thing and, and you know, to right. get all the lemmings right. to run off the cliff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Who do you trust in that scenario from the outside looking in? No fucking body. Nope. I don't trust the Pied Piper because no. he's, he, he's willing to. Uh, coax millions of living beings into their death, Mm -hmm. uh, for whatever the reason being. I get, you know, why that was necessary, uh, in the story. You know, they're bringing, you know, plague and all that stuff. You know, I get that. Uh, so, but also, I don't don't trust (coughs) any one of those fucking lemmings running off the goddamn cliff
2: either. So it's one of those situations. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But, impeached President Trump wished, uh, well wishes to someone accused of serial child trafficking. Yes, he did. What's up, Q? Right? What's up? Where all them Q people at? Ding ding and ding 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 so, ding 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 ding. It brings another point to prove um child sex trafficking, human trafficking, any type of that traffic trafficking under President Trump has fallen to uh, a total of 28% under his administration from previous administrations. Yeah. But he's the law and order. Yo. And Q
1: supports this. Explain real quick, real briefly, explain to people out there who may not be familiar
2: with what Q is. What is Q? QAnon is a group that claims to be close to President Trump that's really draining the swamp and uh, is really going to work for people and they gave us the forever scandal of known as Pizzagate. So
1: from what what I've seen, there are a group of people who follow some mysterious leader named Q Mm -hmm. and Q has all of this information on... Child sex traffickers And pedophiles And and all that All throughout Washington And Hollywood And and all these different You know You know like Rich and powerful people Right And so they are uh, The group follows Q For waiting of some exposure To who all these people are They think
2: Trump signals Through Q and
1: on Right Yeah And so So They're they're basically (coughs) Um
2: oh my god I can't even do this
1: I know right it's it's hard it's hard to get through this one um <laughs> this is cause I'm trying I'm trying not to I'm trying not to ridicule cause I, I'm I'm doing this new thing where I'm trying not to ridicule people except for hashtag Tory Lanez is a bitch ass nigga hashtag um the uh I'm trying not to ridicule people so much As much as I'm trying to understand Who they are Not from the purpose of empathizing with them Just understanding who they are And from my look at QAnon people online They're mixed between um, A Trump supporter It's like a Trump supporter Who's been ensnared In this great (laughs) Russian propaganda web Yes So they're like So
2: my, yeah, no, I can't. I can't navigate around that one. Go ahead. So my whole, who raised you, is people that blindly follow shit like that. Yeah, definitely.
1: Who raised you? you? Blindly follow anything. That's crazy. So y'all already know who my who raised you is. Hashtag Tory Lanes is a bitch ass nigga. Shocking. You shot Meg the Stallion, bro.
0: For what?
1: You shot her. He shot a woman. You shot her. Why? What, of anything, anything would make you do that? What was so bad that you, in the middle of an argument, in a vehicle, with another human being Regardless of who she is What she does What her stature is How many people she knows Or how many fucking Twitter Twitter or Instagram followers She has <coughs> She's another human being What gets you to the point That you feel Your all of little Five foot nothing ass Pull out a gun That was probably taller than you You probably had to hold The motherfucker With, with, with both hands Probably sideways and it probably shot you back into the door when you, when you when it went off. You probably you probably tried to shoot up in the sky and the gun was too big for your ass so by the time you pulled the trigger it was aiming down at a goddamn foot. I don't know what the fuck happened but you little micro mini munchkin bitch ass nigga. Who the fuck raised you? Who raised you? So that's all I gotta say on that. Nah, nah, I'm gonna say more on that shit but that's all I gotta say on it right now. What we got next, man? Let me put this uh that joint went out. All right, cool. <laughs> um, where are we at? Let's see. Uh we got some shit going on um in the uh the news, the national news. We've we we broadcast uh from the Pacific Northwest and uh Portland, Oregon. Or just outside of Portland, Oregon, sorry. Um and Obviously, we've been in the national news lately because uh, President Trump. Um, I don't know whether he sent. What, what? How did that happen? How did that come about? Well, how were the federal the federal police have
2: uh, being on the streets during these protests has made national news. The acting director of Department of Homeland Security, uh huh, came in toward Portland, took a look at the walls and the graffiti, and documented. I shit you not, like. 18 cases of vandalism and wrote violent va- violent graffiti violent crime graffiti documented and justified sending the troops in
3: okay
1: so then they send the federal troops in
2: um
1: which I think is it, there's, there's a few distinctions that we should we should make here um somebody broke it down to me earlier um who has a background in law enforcement here in the state of Oregon um, said you basically have a few different levels of police out there. Mm-hmm. So the narrative that people are painting could be, or the narrative people are running with in opposition to this, could actually be doing them a disservice by running with that narrative. Right. That narrative is that um, <coughs> federal police, ass, assuming the ones that you were just describing that were sent mm-hmm. in by. You know the, homeland, the security. homeland security, which have utterly failed. Let me get that off the point, because if their point was to stop fucking graffiti and vandalism, uh, you might want to take some or take a Google at uh, the uh, federal federal building in uh, Portland, Oregon, and see what the photos look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't guard shit, no.
2: so. Um, and that it it brings up a whole new. These guys are not identifiable they're not identifying themselves they're just rolling up in vans
1: right and that's and that's, 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 that's that's what I'm talking about so you've got a couple he, the way he explained it to me earlier was um, you've got a couple of different groups you've got the federal uh, police which are basically deputized uh, via the uh, customs and border patrol mm-hmm. and they are to guard federal property only they are not to engage people outside of federal property unless those people are trying to harm federal property from off federal property. So like they can't, uh, they're not supposed to just be patrolling off of federal property and fucking with anybody who right. you know, is whatever. Right. Uh, they are simply to come out and guard federal property and may engage people who are engaging with federal property from off federal property, i.e. firing fucking shit out into the streets or into the mm-hmm. park or whatever. One of those parks I think down there is a federal park as well, so their their authority also extends to that park. Mm-hmm. Um. Then you have the U.S. Marshal Service. Now these guys can go any fucking where. Mm-hmm. They can do whatever. They're like the queen on the chessboard. Yeah, um, they are those allowed are the guys to. You don't want coming after and you. And those are the ones who are rolling up in the unmarked vehicles and snatching people up because they have the authority to operate off of federal property. Yeah. Then you have your city cops. Who are basically there at the federal property to back up federal property, the county cops and all that shit, or a combination of city, state, you know, local, all that shit, you know, that that are fucking, you know, guarding the justice center and all that other kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, and they also can operate wherever. Yeah. Right. You know, they're the sheriffs. They're the uh <laughs> boy. They're, they're not. I almost said Boise. <laughs> they're the sheriffs. They're the just because I know we have Boise up coming up as well. Um. They're the sheriffs. They're the um uh portland city police and the uh oregon state police Mm -hmm. so um what they're showing people is those federal officers who are guarding that you know federal facility but then what they're also conflating with that is these federal officers are coming off and arresting people Right. and unmarked cars which that is happening but that's the U.S. Marshal still federal police but I just think that's an important distinction to make only to under for people to understand what they're dealing with you're dealing with literal chess pieces on a board right um, so, you know, move accordingly. Uh, you know, if you don't if you don't understand what that means, get with somebody who plays chess and, and can see this you know what I mean, how the way it plays out. Uh because, you know, it's important. It's important to protect yourself. These people have access to a large database of information. It doesn't take very much for them to learn who you are. Nope. And um be able to find out who you know everything about you and can act in a way they want. Uh, whether that be in the confines of the law or whether that be you know being just on some hey you know I've been out here for mm-hmm. 50 plus nights and you've been fucking out here railing on me and I'm fucking just trying to earn a living um, you know what I mean and and yeah d- there's some assholes in my department I'm not fucking one of them but now I'm having to be forced here to do this shit I could fucking quit yeah but then what would that do um, and I'm not making a case for the police what I'm saying is is that same motherfucker could be the one who was moderate right? and they can get radicalized just as much as anybody else and yep. that could be the motherfucker that just decides hey I've lost everything I've lost my fucking you know will to even do this job I'm gonna pull up at your crib with all this information I got and protect yourself move they accordingly uh, understand understand just understand what you're dealing with bottom line right? understand what you're
2: dealing with that's it so um I You brought y- it up We gotta get into it We I gotta know. get into we Boise It's weighing on me heavy
1: <clears throat> So uh Go ahead You run with that So Actually Actually before we get to I, I did have a couple more things on this Alright um, What do you think about The 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 addition of the moms uh The mom wall Joining the protest
2: Part of me Is Is Loving it but Okay Part of me is like Is this just another You know <laughs>
1: no, We'll another, see
2: Another, another uh, Pink pussy hat Yeah Yeah That's The dad's joined What's With the, uh, last the yellow last night you, It's a cool you, thing to you do You're saying the
1: yellow t-shirt Is the new pink pussy hat
2: I don't know that's I'm I'm hoping it's not. Hey man, don't have the moms pulling up on us, bro. No, that I'm all for the moms, but I'm hoping I I think it's just I get let down by so many of these <laughs> that it's like this is the one that could really truly change the world. Yo like, I was on Twitch watching like, this shit I've the other night. It like because now they and they came at the moms last night and they took it. Oh yeah. Did. And I was like, all right, if they're back tomorrow they, night, they, they, they
1: all right. Let's let's keep it one hundred. <coughs> let's keep it one hundred. They didn't really come at the moms. Full speed, no. Full throttle. They
2: didn't come at them like they've come at nah, us
1: they days. came. They no. came
2: at mom. They came with the moms at like ten percent. There was there were some drop kicks though that I saw, and I was like shit. And she got back up, and she was like, man, fuck you. And she mm. starts swinging. I know, I, but, like, I know,
1: but, right. I know, but, right. I know, but, but they came at the moms at like ten percent, bro. Ten like percent, yeah, yeah. They ain't get the full. Um, I mean, and I, as I they still, shouldn't. I don't want them to. Don't no, get me wrong. No,
2: no, no, don't no. Don't get me
1: wrong. No, no. If you start fucking with people's uh, people's mamas. You fuck with you fuck with a bunch of older white ladies, a bunch of older ladies. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not gonna bode well for you in the court of public opinion ever. No, um, and people will start, you know, getting a lot more involved in that shit, and that's the last thing I think the the the
2: the uh, police and the federal government want. Um, but, but, but I do think the mom movement's beautiful, though. I think it's there was so many different I, like it's so I think it's diverse smart. out there, and I th- I, think I think it's, it's smart. intelligent. I think it's,
1: I think it's, I don't know whether it was coordinated, um, uh, how it was coordinated or how it was enacted, but it was a good move. It was, it it was, was, it was understanding somebody understood. I don't know if if it just happened to play out this way or if it's coordinated this way. And, you know, we had a conversation earlier about what I mean by Mm -hmm. coordinated, you know, we'll get into that later too. Uh, But either way we get a, um, we get another chest move We get a counter move uh, To them being able to You know They, they push their rooks up uh, Now yeah. it's, You know what I mean Yeah it, now, now we just made a counter move And checked it with a You know A, a bishop the, But now
2: the dads with Leap
1: blowers are coming out To blow the tear gas back So I was gonna, I, I've been watching I've been watching a lot of this shit Go down every night on Twitch Um, And Twitch gives you, you know, a lot of people are doing like multiple streams where you can get plugged in and go watch other streamers' direct stream, where you can get just like a big multi-screen view of a lot of stuff that's going on. Um, And the um, the things that I've been seeing out there uh, were, you know, know, multiple different angles of of different stuff going on, but it was a lot of stuff in the chat. You know, people are organizing in those chats as well, yeah. Uh, and they're doing it in a way. You know, obviously the police are monitoring the chat logs. That's where you gotta. But you use know, other means of communication. You people. know, monitoring the chat logs is not as 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 in, as as valuable to the police as the spread of information is valuable to right. everybody else. Uh, and so you've been seeing that float around lately because it was a tactic used by a lot of the Hong Kong protesters right. uh, that were out there with leaf blowers to, you know, leaf Battered blowers and fucking, gas. yeah, hockey sticks and all that shit. Yep. The to, hockey sticks for last night too. Yeah, hockey sticks to knock yep. the tear gas back and so now you've been seeing exchanges of tear gas between the, the, the front lines and the, yep. the police. You've been seeing them use uh, leaf blowers to blow you know the tear gas back uh, and it seems to be now in effect weapon but now how do the police counter that are they going to start countering that by hitting all of the dads with the rubber bullets now we'll see you see what I'm saying like that's that's now now okay if we get to that point okay if we get to that point where does this go where does it go next do you start radicalizing the people who were moderate before all this shit you got it No, I'm just saying, as as the police, like your tactics have now radicalized a group of people who were moderate before.
2: Mm -hmm. It
1: does. That's fucking crazy to even think about that because we're talking about what happens in what we used to consider third world fucking countries, and this is now happening and playing out on the streets of downtown Portland, Oregon, USA.
2: China. Where are we? China is an is an authoritarian government, right? Right. Welcome to Portland, Oregon. Get in the fucking van. <laughs> right. What the fuck? America, the most free country in the world. The most free motherfucking country in the world. Speaking of which the, 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 the,
1: the Navy guy. The oh, Navy God. guy. I
2: mean, what's his name? Uh I think it's <sighs>
1: I can look him up here in a second, but then yeah. if, if those of you who haven't seen uh, the video, just look. Go look up Navy veteran Portland. Fuck, uh, and Damn. you, what you're gonna see uh, is a video of a guy, and he's done some interviews with CNN and a couple other news outlets uh, that I happen to catch as well. He came the, down from Seattle, no?
2: No, he's from here. I thought he came. Oh. I thought no, he's from here. I believe. I thought he was just here to join the protest. No, I thought I thought he's from here. Oh damn! I don't know. He
1: may. You look it up. Look it up. See. Uh, but anyway, while you can look it up while I'm describing everything, right? Um, the. The the veteran goes down and says that you know he figures you know let me go down with my navy hat and my navy sweatshirt and you know go down you know and, and you know he had a backpack on so I would assume this guy was a protester you know what I mean a backpack and mask da, da, da. I would assume he, he is was, from here yeah he was he was a protester uh, you know but everything looks like a, a fucking nail to a hammer anyway uh, so the police surround him federal police you know you can tell by the uniforms and they surround him and he's trying to talk uh that was his whole purpose he, he wanted asked to one talk.
2: question what did he ask he said um i asked you to remember your oath and then they swung and broke his hand so
1: ask you to remember your oath and they swing a baton break his hand uh they hit him a couple more times in the in the same time he's being hit with the baton with full force by one of the officers. His
2: name's Christopher David.
1: Uh, He's getting a double dose of pepper spray sprayed in his face directly. He takes both the hits and the pepper spray with very little flinching proceeds to turn around after being struck again on the other side of his body by the same officer who first struck him in the hand and then turns around and as he's walking away with a fucking broken hand and a face full of pepper spray flips two birds to the motherfucking officers who stand there looking back and forth at each other dumbfounded like we just hit this motherfucker with two uh, uh, big ass doses of pepper (laughs) spray and a baton in the legs and in the hand that should have dropped him and this motherfucker's walking away flipping us off right now. And they backed the fuck up one and
2: that's dope person, too.
1: yes, one person <laughs> stood up to a whole little group, and that at that point that showed me something that showed me that these officers that are out here, whatever you want to call them, yeah they not the
2: shit, no
1: they not them dudes Mm-mm. these or somebody who probably thought he was getting into CBP to do a desk job. Mm-hmm. They said these guys come up and they train counterinsurgency down along the border for the cartels. Bitch, what I've been seeing y'all—the little weak ass shit that y'all can't even execute. If you moving like can't... that with the art with the cartels, bro, you you dying.
2: You're dead. You're dead. You can train all you want, but you ain't zigging and zagging. That means your country sees
1: you as useful yet expendable. Yep. And you out here beating and gassing people in the streets of Portland, Oregon. Oh, that's great for a coach hit really hard. Nice. <laughs> Just out of... Oh, and speaking of which, the mayor, Ted Wheeler... He, he says he's going. Go- he gas. says he's going down. Get your gas, Teddy. He's, get he's, your fucking gas. Uh, so I'm going to check in on that a little bit later and see how what happened. He with, better uh, stick around Ted and Wheeler. get his
2: fucking fair share to yeah. know what
1: it's like. Fuck. We might you, we might, might re up what happened with Ted Wheeler tonight down at the protests. <laughs> Uh So uh, go ahead. So I know you've been you've been chomping at the bit to get to this shit. Uh,
2: you've been chomping so at the it, bit. You, it's kind of a re up too. And it was... Is uh, it, uh, soon but the, is it, it's not because a because is because I I mentioned back in the Sarah Brady episode in season one that... Okay, that's fair. I, in as much as I hated Ammon Bundy, and I agreed with him in a lot of circumstances. If it's a re-up for you, it's a re-up for me too. And, and the only way, this is how I'm justifying it. The only way he could ever get me on his side or get me to agree with him like this is if he joined a BLM protest
4: and a (laughs) defund
2: the police protest and guess what the fuck happened last night. Both of those things. Both of those things. Both of those things. Um, And I don't know how to feel about it. So uh, give a brief breakdown of who Ammon Bundy is. So he's from the famed... Bundy Ranchers in, where were they? Nevada. Nevada, yeah. yeah. Um, that went into the armed standoff with federal officers. Right. Um, over grazing right tax disputes. They never paid their taxes in 20 years. Um, they don't, they didn't believe they should have had to pay taxes because it was included. It's a big, long, drawn out story. Right. Then, um, he led a that that protest know.
1: that protest against the uh the it's funny too how things come full circle because he he came to fame protesting the BLM
2: right and now he's coming I back want to say that. I didn't want to protesting put, with BLM how Being from Idaho circle. It's uh, Every time Even now When I hear BLM At first I have to see Who's saying it Or talking and about that's, it Because that's, I'm like uh, for,
1: for those who don't know BLM does own Two meanings In this country One of them More popularly right now Is Black Lives Matter But the other More commonly Is the Bureau Of Land Management Which is the Agency In which Edmund Bundy And his brother Clive and Bundy And their father uh, What was his name I don't know Or no it's No his He's father's name Was Clive and Bundy Ammon Bundy And what's his brother's name I don't know The dude uh, Yeah his brother had like Some horrible accident Or something He's got like a disfigured face you ever face. seen Little Nicky Yeah <laughs> Popeye's chicken is the shit man
2: Popeye's chicken's
1: fucking awesome That's the uh, But anyway Edding They me. they led this protest This armed protest In which they literally Had snipers <laughs> Up on a bridge With sniper rifles Pointed at federal agents In a standoff uh, Who the federal agents Were coming to I believe what Were they coming to Repossess their cattle
2: the, um, They were going to take their cattle Yeah they are going to take their cattle Because they were um, on Federal, federal land. land Exactly So the Bureau so, of Land Management Exactly <laughs> And so they, they get
1: into this Armed standoff In which they are I don't believe they're ever charged For anything no. related to that standoff I,
2: It was something Yeah like You know civil stuff Like tax or something I think in the end Yeah
1: So we're gonna flash forward now To late when Was it
2: 2016 Late 17?
1: 2015 16? Going 15? into 2016 That's when it was Yeah um, the, the
2: Burns Oregon yes. Wildlife takeover Refugee takeover Which was
1: national. News in which uh, resulted in no the, charges, well uh, resulted in the death, though of Lavoy Finicum, which is relevant because of it is what
2: it's, he's saying in this, it, in, it, and that's yeah. And um, however so, you view that situation, this is why, and it's weird that this all. That's why I'm having a hard time with it. The, the well, see, you
1: should have a hard time with it because we've all been conditioned in this thing of a black person dying at the hands of law enforcement is not as much of a tragedy Like nobody's going to cry for a 22 year old black kid who gets shot in Chicago as much as they would cry for a 55 year old white man who gets shot in Oregon even if both of them are in commission of um, the same exact crime yes you're not gonna get the nope. public sympathy and outcome. No, never. The black kid will always be painted as just another thug, another gangbanger. A statistic and the white man will always be uplifted as a martyr. It, it's you. I'm not saying anything controversial here because we watched it play out hundreds, if not thousands, of times. If you've been paying that's attention, that's why it and really. So that's why it's so hard to not make the argument for exactly what these people are protesting for. Because we're saying it's wrong what is being done to us by police. Right. We're not saying that it's right that they do it to you either. It's wrong yeah, when they do so it to
2: both of us. I think that's the confliction, too, in where I get... That's where I get upset with these people is, like, what took you so long? Right. You should have been here. And But because it wasn't you being affected, then it right. became a nuisance to deal with. Right. And so when I saw that video of Amon Bundy saying he was joining and... The the Black Lives Matter protest and the defund the police protest. Uh, at first, I thought, okay, he's doing this for show, right? But then when he said why, and he got into his details, I was like, I want. I'm upset because you haven't been here, but at the same time, it was like, bring it in. Welcome to the club. So, like, it's often said. And it's very true
1: That people at odds with each other Usually have more in common Than they do not Right There is a lot of room A lot of commonality Uh, There's this really funny dude I don't know if he's just like a performer Or content creator on YouTube or whatever But a white dude Who gets on there and he's fucking telling (laughs) stories About the first time He got invited to a cookout (laughs) you seen this dude You know what I'm talking about no. I'm gonna find this shit real quick But it is a um, It's one of those things This dude is just telling this story He's fucking really funny when he's telling it um, Oh is he from the south
2: or something He's got a real thick accent Kinda yeah He's got a uh, Or maybe see. he's from like the midwest or something I don't know but I think I think I know who you're talking about now
1: Yeah and so um, The uh, Let me see here he go. He go. There it is. Boom. Uh, his name is Zach Rushing. That's his name. Um, he goes to a cookout that you know he gets invited <laughs> to by his friend, and he's never been to a cookout where he's the only white person. Uh, and you know he starts going off. Uh, All right, I'm gonna start this one
5: off by it, saying yeah. I got a lot of <laughs> black friends. Okay, most of them I got through playing football. They were my teammates. We've been to war together Makes sense. on the football field, them to death. Now, with that being said, ever since I have had said friends. They have told me that I have a bad habit of putting them in white people positions. I do not fully understand what they Very mean. true. They gave me the reference of, like, passing a cop on a two-lane road because he's going underneath the speed limit. Very okay. true. I do that never makes do them that. nervous. Anyway, <laughs> about a week ago, go get a call from buddy of mine. Play football together.
1: Been in the car with too many hey, white buddy, people driving crazy around cookout. police.
5: Hell, you ain't got to hit me in the face with a wet mop. I like cookouts. <laughs> so I'll show up <laughs> the cookout. All right.
1: I'm gonna skip through a little As bit. Skip forward a little bit, real quick. You ain't
5: what we hit do? Me in the I have no idea lot. what spades is.
1: No, that's, I gotta run back. Especially the
5: head woman there, cause she ranked up top. That's great, grandma. So you don't mess with her. I finish this pie and I drift off into a Caucasian psychosis of a food coma. <laughs> and I did just like this right here, just like this. I'm, Whew, I'm full. As soon as I lifted my head back up, the table I'm sitting at is no more food on this table. I don't know how long I was out for. But somehow, I'm still in the same chair. I have been dealt into a high-stakes spades game at an all-black cookout besides me. What the fuck is going on? How did I get here? At what point in my life did I take this turn to take me to where I'm at? Right. And now the cards is in front of me, and I got no idea how to play spades, okay? None. I got... No idea. Oh, all right? Shit. I'm white. We play go fish and cornhole. All we did, we got bored one day, literally did the whitest thing possible, walked out in the field, got some corn, took our pocket knives and cut it off the stalk, all right? Put it in a bag, went down over there, found some plywood in the shed, cut a hole in it, put it on an angle, and we tossed it at each other. That's what we do. I have no idea what spades is. So as they give me the run around idea what the hell is going on with this spades game... <laughs> I, realize, I look at my hand, and I realize that I probably got a pretty decent hand. Well, they asked me, they said, Zach, how many books you got? Which they had just explained this to me now. I'm talking about just now. <coughs> I said, it looks like I got eight books. Apparently, that is the wrong <coughs> damn answer for your first hand of spades ever, because as soon as I said I got eight books, three Glock nines hit the top of the tape. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I've got every damn spade <laughs> you could possibly have and three other aces. Uh, oh, jeez. Well, as I survived that round, I go to get up, and one of his cousins come over and taps me on the shoulder and say, Hey, buddy, you want to go throw bones? I don't know what they're talking about. I ain't got a shit and dice. clue what they're talking about. the end. next week's Mama T's birthday. You coming back, and I look oh, Now, as I open my door, I feel a tap on my shoulder. I turn around. The whole damn cookout <laughs> is behind me. Everybody there is right around my truck.
1: And this is the important.
5: With Mama T right there in the front and my buddy. And he looked at me and said, Hey buddy, next week's Mama T's birthday, you coming back? And I looked at him, bamboozled on what to say. And the only thing I could come up with was, you damn right I'm coming back because that's the best damn barbecue I've ever had in my life I don't know if you ever been to All Black Cookout But I'm gonna tell you something, if you get the invitation, you better take that shit Because that is the best food you ever gonna get and the nicest damn people i scared shitless, I ain't gonna lie I'm a big guy, I was acting like a little bitch I didn't know what was happening But at the same time, that's the most fun and some of the best people I've ever been around in my entire life I'm going back next week, bet I told him I said y'all y'all need me to bring something like some ice because I ain't trying to cook with y'all. Y'all, y'all want some ice or like? Or like so, uh, you trying to cook with y'all? monster hats and shit. He's a paper towel. You know, so he'll he'll feel at home. He got white beaters and stuff. Y'all, what y'all need? I him, I bring nothing but myself, me and I. Which I will be there.
1: Oh, shit. And that's the important shit. Is what he said there in that last part was the most poignant part of that to me. He said, "I went there. I was scared shitless." Why? because he went there with a prejudice. But he went there, that's the thing. He went there and he acknowledged the fact that he went there with a prejudice. I don't know, like I said, I don't know if he's just telling a story for the internet, mm-hmm. but I don't, and I don't know if this was a true story or if this was his true thoughts. Okay, I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna get into all of that. My point is, is how poignant that point was it was saying that before I went here, I did have a stereotypical outlook. I did have a point of view that uh, this was gonna be dangerous for me. This was not not gonna be a place where I was gonna be accepted. This is not gonna be a place where I was included, but I still (coughs) went there. And I want people to understand that that's how black people feel in this country all the time. Right. We are afraid, but of different shit. We are afraid of not just to go somewhere where there's all white people. We are a lot of times afraid to even go to where it's just a white institution. We are afraid to walk into banks. We are afraid to walk into loan offices. We are afraid to walk into uh, 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 mortgage companies. We are afraid to walk into anything that requires any type of barrier, or invisible barrier that we can't see or overcome our own personal selves in order to be able to achieve. And that's the part that most people don't understand. But he felt that in that moment because he said, I was scared to go but I went. And so when people uh, start to get that level of empathy, then that's when things start to really get better. Um, and so that's why I thought that whole thing Was so dope and that's why it was so important To me uh, just to kind of let that Play through uh, because he that did Experience relate. some yeah. of The shit that he was afraid of when He when was talking about oh I was in a high, I, I, I went to a food coma And it came out to a high speed, a high Stakes uh, uh, spades game He said I said I had eight books And all of a sudden three o'clock nines hit the table Now he's telling a joke But he's making light of the fears that he had when he came in right. and he's saying holy shit it's a, this basically it just got loud people start talking shit shit start getting crazy oh you motherfucker dude. and it probably felt like three guns just hit the table you know what I'm saying that's what I hear when I hear him say that because I oh, understand it's yeah, like
2: oh shit yeah, yeah because like,
1: for what he says a all black cookout for me was just a barbecue right I didn't understand. When people was putting this extra term, oh, you going to a black cookout, and I'm like, oh, what's the black cookout? I ain't never been to one of those. What the fuck is that? I've been to barbecues and shit with all the homies and the family. Oh, that's what y'all talking about. Everybody else called a black cookout. No, it's a motherfucking barbecue for us. Uh, So You know what I mean? But see, I can relate to that. He was telling a story that I can relate to that helped me understand what his real fears were. Okay. And so if we could get more of that shit going, fuck all this. We don't need to protest in the streets. We need to talk in the libraries. We need to talk in the coffee shops. We need to talk in in, in, in uh, confessionals Wherever you go to talk to people Or wherever you go to, to, to be with people Those are the conversations that we need to be having And the places that we need to be having them Because the best They say the best advertisement for anything is what? Word of mouth Word of mouth The best way to spread information Is not word of mouth But the best way to spread love and empathy Is through connection with each other Right and that's what we need more of. We need more of that love and that connection with one another in order to say these things and be able to let our guards and our defenses down sometimes, and to be able to get these things off. That's just my opinion.
2: Right. So, uh, it's it's still I don't know. It's I don't
1: know. Still. It's it's gonna be crazy. That that protest happened last night. I did look in on it a little bit. Um, it was kind of crazy. It's, I think we talked about it earlier.
2: And it's weird because you you brought up a point though about him saying like he was, you know, he was uncomfortable going in, right? Like, it's it's weird to me because all my friends that are black, I've never I've never felt uncomfortable going into anywhere. Like, I've always felt welcome. Well, I mean, that's. Like and, you and so all, it's, that's the thing is it's you're unique all, people, to me though. So like I had to kind of think about it like in a situation of where I'm like uncomfortable being, right? And so I was like, I get it now. Like you, you know so what I they say, like process that. You know what second. they say, man. Hurt people, hurt people. Right.
1: There's some places that white people can't go. In America. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Let's let's call it let's call it um um. The at the worst, at its worst point places like Watts and you know what I mean, shit like that. Um, there certain are certain places of- that you couldn't go as a white person that you probably would be assaulted just for being there and being white. But you have to understand why that happened. Right. See, I've, how can I put this? We are very forgiving people, black people. Hell yeah! But even we have our limits to that forgiveness, and in places where we've been done so wrong to the point where, if you look out right, if you look out right now, no matter if you are black, white, whatever, there there comes a certain level of or, or, or a certain mentality that or that that is of the. Information consumer of any race, socioeconomic class, whatever. My point is basically to put it plainly you got broke people, black people, white people, Asians, whatever, who are both intelligent and fucking idiots. Yeah. You have people who are rich, who are both intelligent and fucking idiots. <laughs> you have people who are poor, who are both intelligent and fucking idiots. idiots right? My, it happens My point in in, in that is and I may have just lost it a little bit With this week <laughs> We finna crank some more of that shit back up uh, My point in that is uh, Ah fuck it What was I going with that Side effects of the job people My bad um, I was making a good point Anyway um, It'll come back to me The uh <laughs> Cause I kind of got off on a little rant of that of that fucking. <laughs> you have smart people uh, and you, you got idiots. <laughs> we're fucking idiots right now. We're
2: we're not in the smart people portion right now. <laughs> we're in the two idiots with weed portion. Really? of the episode tonight.
1: What are we even talking about? <laughs> we we're
2: talking about those protest guys. Anyway, um. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Uh, moving
1: on. Uh, we're gonna switch the mood up a little bit here. Um and kind of got off on a little tangent with that. Uh what you what you about to light up over there? What you got, what you got, what you got, what you got? What you got, what you got, what you got? What
2: you got? Cherry pie. Cherry from pie. Blues Brothers Belushi's Farm.
1: Let's see. I've got Sneeze from uh Meraki Gardens. Uh this is actually a, f- a strain
2: that I've been wanting to try. It's pretty good. I got I got one in the house too. Oh. This uh, cherry pie couldn't have come in at a better time. Kinda got some indigestion. Oh damn, I didn't I didn't have the right album downloaded. Which you look what
1: Oh I thought I had uh well I can
2: I can do another Little quick re-up Just a little What you got uh, Remember the uh, Gop lawmaker Steve Watkins That was charged With three felonies And uh, misdemeanor Yeah Yeah he stepped down From his committee All his committee assignments Now he was the one That was charged in um was it? Him and his
1: wife Wasn't it Both charged uh, With Voting Crimes Oh, no, no. I'm thinking of the one that was charged with the money crimes. Okay, yeah. This is the guy who we were talking about, yeah, last week with the, uh, um, the, that
2: voted, was it like in
1: three or two or three different elections or something like that?
2: Yeah, three different elections that he wasn't allowed to vote in. They gave him chance after chance to fix it and he still didn't fix it. (laughs) I mean, they arrested him 30 minutes before his debate. All right, I mean, that's that's kind of on him, so fuck that guy.
1: All right, here we go. Yeah,
0: my intuition is telling me there'll be better days. Yeah, yeah,
1: finna give him some bars, Chris. Yeah, nah, I ain't, I ain't yeah. doing that shit. Is this the instrument?
0: My intuition is telling Hell, nah, me I, be I give him bars over the bars. I like this t- My intuition is telling me there'll be better days I sit in silence and find whenever I meditate My fears alleviate, my tears evaporate My faith don't deviate, ideas don't have a date But see I'm growing and getting stronger with every breath Bringing me closer to heaven's doors with every step As we speak I'm at peace, no longer scared to die Most niggas don't believe in God and so they terrified It's either that or they be fearing they gon' go to hell Asking the Father for forgiveness got them overwhelmed it be spiteful like them white folks that control the jail See, I believe if God is really never judge a man Because he knows us all and therefore he would understand The ignorance to make a nigga take his brother life The bitterness and pain that got him beating on his wife Like I know you desperate for a change that the wind glad But the only real change come from inside
1: J. Cole really always, real really come, come with like a real inside. good, uh you know, real a real good empath- empath- empathetic
0: perspective That's why
1: That's why I don't That's why I think A lot of these These people Who were trying to Put the burden on him To be like some Social justice leader I'm like He's more of somebody That just identifies With the people Than you know what I mean Leads them
2: I I liked Snow on the Bluff And I thought it was real And I thought it was J. Cole
0: Yeah And
2: It it was Taken
0: Different ways
1: By a lot of different people I really love This this Cole too though This Cole is his pocket
0: This this, this, this is where he's He's, yeah, birds. he's he's great, right? He just he's just tap, tap 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 tap, <laughs> tap. <laughs> I just supply it's economics. My business ain't got the suit and tie. Keep a pistol at all times, niggas want what's mine. I can't oblige, dog. I work too hard, so reach for it. Get referred to God. I'm going hard, nigga. I know you desperate for a change, that's like the pen Glide, but the only real change come from inside. But the only real change come from inside. But the only real He's still my goat. Cry, but the only real change come from inside. It's
2: gonna take a lot to change, change it. Come from Man. Inside,
0: but the only real change come yeah. from. prodigal son, got a new gun. This one no run out of ammo. Lately been working on my handles. Can I ball? But come a star and remain myself. If I fall, dust it off and regain myself. Fuck them all. They don't know all the pain I felt. I'm in awe. After all the fame I felt, I evolved. I no longer bury demons. I'll be a vessel for the truth until I'm barely breathing. I is all about the evolution up, it, I'm back a little I'm a niggas through their hands. All of a sudden, niggas popping, trunkin' and, trunk and then we scram. Finger on trigger, make a little nigga understand what it's like to finally
1: be the motherfucking man.
0: Eyes wide, that's from the power that the coward feels. Niggas die for bitches disrespecting dollar bills. bills. Bloodshed and turn the city to a battlefield. I call it poison, you call it real.
1: That's or how it feel
0: Pistols be popping, and niggas dropping a heartbeat. Scattered like roaches, a body laid on the concrete. <clears throat> body laid on the concrete. Look, somebody, somebody laid on the concrete. No time for that. Ain't no looking back. Cause I'm running too. I made it home. I woke up and turned on the morning news. Overcame with a feeling I can't explain. Cause that was my nigga James that was slain. He was 22. Last night around He was 22. 22
3: year
1: old black man. That's real. That's real. That's real. J Cole, man, for on uh, the For Your Eyes Only uh, album, that was a uh, change.
2: He he's still the only artist I haven't seen. Yeah. Cole's that cool one. Cole's, Cole's one of the he's one of the rare ones. Um
1: he's got we we've been able to watch the growth of this young man uh and see somebody whose potential is still you know, he's he's still got room to grow oh, even man. further. Um and you mentioned that that snow on the bluff track and I think he caught a lot of flack for that. Uh, uh, if if anything it was more of a read the room, you know. And then We're yeah. not all perfect We're not all gonna hit At the right time And say the right things And I thought that's what he was saying Yeah and he was saying that But sometimes it's like Sometimes you get You get to a point where Even people who are saying The same thing you believe in Annoys you <laughs> You see what I'm saying Like even if oh, yeah. sometimes We have the same oh, yeah. common purpose And the same goal Just you saying what you're saying right now Is annoying Because Mm -hmm. it shouldn't even need to be said Right Right. And it definitely doesn't need to be said In response to something You know what I mean Like this is not the time to respond Regardless if people are going at one another Or even people are saying things She was completely 100% right In what she said Because it was what she felt It's subjective You know what I'm saying Like we gonna talk about What's right and what's wrong Now we wanna talk about What's fact and what's opinion That's a different conversation And that's a conversation I think to be had um, But you know You can't you, you can't sit there And speak on what Everybody else is doing If you don't know Right As far as she do Everything that oh, There's a lot of people That were already doing Are people that have been Doing stuff behind the scenes Who just upped their game you know what I mean, who maybe upped their effort that they had already been doing so it didn't make a wave that such and such is now mm-hmm. doing this because they had already been doing something and they just increased their efforts. You're not gonna see those waves as much as somebody just jumping out for a photo op. Right. And that's what, i, I that's the counter to that I would say in the while shoot J. Cole and anybody <laughs> else, you know, in that frame that she was mentioning, some bail because you don't know what we was doing. We could have been we could have been in the stool cooking a whole album that we was gonna drop and take all proceeds and donate to causes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We could have been doing uh uh all kind of shit. This is something that we see going going for a minute uh and not and not dying. So we we wasn't trying to ride a wave. We was trying to continue, you know, once the once the enthusiasm dies down, we was we got something in the tuck. To keep the movement going, because from what I've uh, what I've heard, just you know, I mean, on, on on other from other music sources and and reading, read you know different uh, uh you know little headlines and shit on on music websites, is that all three of them, and when I say three of them, I mean Drake, Kendrick, and Cole. You mm-hmm. know, the people who will be in the scope or well, I wouldn't say Drake, but more Kendrick and Cole, who yeah. would be in
2: the scope of what she was talking about.
1: They all three of them got albums in a tuck right now that they're not releasing.
2: Right, J, uh, J. Cole's dropping two new songs tonight, I believe.
1: Yeah, and so all of them have music ready to go, and they're not releasing it during this time for a reason. And I, so sometimes, sometimes, the best thing you can do when you get to a certain point is when shit like this happen, don't be a distraction. Right. Maybe they played it that way, and who are you to say that their call on that play was wrong?
2: And, but I mean, I seen uh, J. Cole was actually in the front lines, was actually marching in Charlotte, was actually getting water passed out, was helping people. And so I didn't even know he had like, I didn't, I guess I didn't know he had been called out for something, Mm -hmm. but, um, he had mentioned that he didn't want it on his social media, but people were posting it. Right. And so that
1: Like I said Sometimes people Understand that Hey I can go Physically help Just don't make me A distraction
2: Just let me be here To help And that's what He wanted And so I didn't know I didn't know um, She had been Called out Like I didn't know that, Or you know Vice versa Or whatever I didn't know That had happened Until after I heard The song Uh huh Mm -hmm. And then I was like I looked up Something And I was like Whoa Oh wow And so I didn't even know any of this. This had unfolded. I thought it was him saying how he saw it and kind of what was going on and him learning in this whole time. But I didn't know that the event had other. This other event had transpired yet. Yeah, I mean that's that's. So I maybe if I would, have I can see it. I, I
1: see it from both perspectives though. That's the thing. I don't want to. I don't want to act like you know this young lady is not valid in what she is saying. No, not at all. She's a hundred percent valid. Because what I, what did I start off this podcast by saying? Violence against black women must be stopped, and I believe in violence against black women in all forms. I'm talking about physical, mental, sexual, all forms of violence perpetuated against black black women. Need to that cease. That includes silencing. That includes silencing. That includes, uh, uh, you know, gaslighting. That includes all, all, you know, that that will be put under mental. Because I, I <coughs> said I was going to break this down. And I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go there real quick, and I'm, I'm not gonna spend too much time here, uh, because it's pretty fucking. Spend
2: your time. No, no, it's pretty, it's pretty it, straightforward. It, yeah, it should be pretty straightforward. But I'm saying, if you have to spend your time, so
1: black women, and somebody can check me on the statistics, but I'm just gonna say for shits and giggles, I'm just gonna, we're gonna compare numbers, not necessarily statistical numbers, all right? And I'd, I'd be more than happy if somebody checked me on it. You know, I can look it, up, look it up myself, but I'm just gonna shoot from the hip here and if I fuck it up, oh well, don't come for me, fuck you. The, I'm gonna venture to say black women and white women both experience domestic violence at a reasonable reasonably you know about the same rate right
2: I wouldn't now I'd say I'd say black woman suffers more would probably be the victim of it more
1: okay and I'm gonna say this real quick because this is the conversation that uh, me and Tia had before I left the house today Um. I understand now why, as I've grown up and I've understood and I've talked with different people and I've heard different perspectives. Um, why I understand the phrase now or why the phrase uh hurt people, hurt people means what it means. And also why people used to get a kick out of saying to somebody, who hurt you? <laughs> right? Like I remember, that was I remember for a time when I was probably about my you know late teens, early twenties yeah. that that was a thing when people used saw it was it was a popular catchphrase. People were saying, "Who
2: hurt you?" I used it tonight on Facebook,
1: <laughs> right? And you know, people still use it through you know here and there. But I remember for a yeah. while it was like a new phrase, so everybody's yeah. saying it, right? And I didn't get it then. Now I understand it. Why people had that? Because now I understand that more people than I that I knew experienced some type of hurt or trauma growing up, and I'm talking about a personal one in different ways. I'm not going to get too deep on that. What's that? There. Yeah.
2: That's the topic. Oh, yeah. Somebody would like. Fuck the police, justice for Breonna
1: Taylor. <laughs> but that goes without saying. <laughs> the, uh, what was I saying? Oh, the, uh, um, damn it. See, you fucking derailed me, Chris. Killing me. Sorry. <laughs> no, uh, anyway, black women, white women, I'm going to venture and say, Roughly Women just in general experience All women
2: experience. Some I'm gonna say All women violence. at a high rate But I'm gonna say Black women I'm gonna venture okay. To say suffer more And then you have The rates of
1: Women Just in general Growing up As children Who are preyed upon In one way or another uh, Through their teenage years Who are preyed upon In one way or another mm-hmm. That number I'm starting to find out Is way bigger Than what I Originally thought, thought it was it's-
2: it's I'm thinking traumatizing
1: this is to see, I'm, isn't it? Yes, I'm thinking these numbers are small no. when you call look at relative population. I'm thinking it's probably, you know, more numbers in the cities because there's more, you know, there's more people there. Yeah. But I'm finding out that <coughs> it's very prevalent in rural America. Mhm. It's very prevalent in suburban America it's very prevalent everywhere um it's and, weird. and just the sheer numbers of it happening in the city with things like abductions and and you know what I mean fucking uh uh, uh people I don't even want to go down the the whole path you get what I'm talking about though I don't want to paint that picture here cuz we didn't give a, a proper warning to people but the um the sheer numbers are way bigger than I thought they were they hit closer to home than I thought they did yeah um and I'm ex- I'm gonna say venture to say that women of all ages races backgrounds experience those traumas but the reason why I also go over the top sometimes and say black women in particular is because see I there's a there's crimes that are that are are undeniably committed by the state against black men right every one of us got a black mama every one of us got a black sister every one of us got a black daughter if we have a daughter that's another trauma Um, what was done to us through Section 8 housing and the splitting up of our families and that load that it put to bear on the the, the shoulders of a lot of single black mothers and I'm not saying there's not single white mothers there's a lot of single white mothers I'm
2: not saying there's nothing
1: right none of that what I'm talking about is right now nobody's hunting little white boys they hunt poor white boys, but nobody hunts white. See, a little black boy can get killed regardless of how much money his parents got. Right. If he in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yep. And those places increase in size and number, the darker your tone is. So I may be able to pass because I'm a lighter skinned black guy. I can pass as less threatening on a little bit of the the white radar, I, I would say the white the, the the radar of white fear that motivates some of these crazy people to go off the hinge when they just see a black person moving towards them. Right? Yeah. Uh, we all know they come from well, they come from a time where they've been pumped with so much propaganda <coughs> that you know I'm not trying to shoot them no bail, but I can understand the perspective that they try to paint. They get so frazzled with all of the things that for years they've been told could happen to them by a black person. All of the literal propaganda that they've received in both print, radio, and television uh, for you know the, the early part of their developments. And then in the, when they're in an older, more weakened state, and they see some young, you know, buff, black, you know, really, really dark black dude walking towards them. All of those fucking fears mixed with whatever medication they're on <laughs> comes mixing in some crazy ass form of like a whirlpool of white fear. And they go nuts. I've, you've seen it. If you go out yeah, there, and yeah, you, yeah, oh, you, you've all no, seen we've, these we've fucking seen videos. One. They flip out. That's funny.
5: No,
1: it's, it's, not, it's not funny, it's, but it's, it's f- like... It's funny because it's You're, funny if you understand it properly. Yeah, because right. their thinking is so fucking twisted. It's yeah. funny. It's crazy because it's part of it's a it's a crazy mix. <laughs> it's a crazy mix of shit. It's literally like a cocktail of racism, fear, uh, uh, medications, and uh, uh, anxiety. Like whatever. It's like, it's like an it's, episode it's of something. Rick and Morty. Yeah. I'm cr- like, really? it's just nuts. Right, you see it all the time, you see it happen, and those are the people that I mean. I mean, like these are the people that Fox News makes millions of dollars pumping fear and then extracting uh products that you don't need, you know what I mean out of your wallet. it's you know what I mean like that's why that's why a lot of these people spew that bullshit because they're like oh well, you should boycott uh uh such and such a show because they said this. Okay, look. They got to reach that market somehow. (laughs) It's a business move, right? They're getting paid for it. They're also advertising on, you know, BET. Right. For real. So many same companies with different products. Mm -hmm. They're advertising on BET.
2: They're getting their money everywhere. So so then, and usually when you hear that, you're going to hear a counter boycott. Okay. Remember the Nike? All the conservatives were going to burn their Nikes? Oh, yeah. That was fucking hilarious. I've chosen not to wear Nike, except the only Nike gear I wear is Kaepernick jersey that I have. Uh Uh-huh. But I didn't go buy them to burn them. I didn't run out and buy Nike because they came out like they did. Yeah. Because words have no fucking meaning no when it comes to these companies no you don't fuck that so it was like oh great so then once one side heard oh, they're gonna boycott we're gonna go support them you think companies don't know this yeah they do you think if they stick to one little particular group their marketing is gonna work and they're gonna survive no there's way more customers over here. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing,
3: okay?
1: People are going to play to their bottom do- their, their bottom line, or companies, I say people. Companies are always going to play to their bottom line, right. whether that is marketing to this pe- this group of people, that group of people, that group of people, all separately, whether it is marketing them against one, one, one another with your mm-hmm. product as the, the, the cure. They do all kinds of, of different tactics. They and we to fall play. for it. Yeah, and we fall for it. It's it's an Every age time. old old fucking tactic, right? <coughs> so it is what it is. Um, it's
2: a profession older than prostitution.
1: Yo, man, what's up with our dude? Which one, Kanye? You want have a you want have a real talk about Kanye? Or you you want you want to make jokes? No,
2: we need to have a talk about Kanye. All right. I, I, I had jokes, but... <laughs> no, All right, we're talking no about because that. I brought something up earlier, so we got to stick with it. All right. We can't be making fun of Will Smith and not call out that stigma that it's not okay. Cool. All right. So let's do Agreed. it. <laughs> the...
1: Kanye West had a campaign rally uh, That we mentioned earlier ISIS, ISIS video Looked more like yeah an ISIS video um, Than a US presidential campaign rally uh, But that's not to be judged by us um, Kanye had some Unfortunate slip ups I Well I can't even say slip ups I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. No, because I'm not gonna sugarcoat this. No. So uh, Kanye said some shit. Okay. Kanye said some Kanye shit. I'm not gonna repeat what Kanye said uh, because of what I'm about to say. I think Kanye should stick to making music. I I do. I'm not saying shut up and dribble. Nope. At all. He's Mm -hmm. made some valid. Kanye has a great way of expressing himself through music. If Kanye wants to be Kanye, let Kanye express himself in the way that Kanye knows how best to express himself. Yeah. Because I think that Kanye is saying some things that to him in the way that his mind connects things, his mind connects things through bars and measures. Mm-hmm. He doesn't he's not a wordsmith. He he yes, he writes raps. Yeah. You know but what I mean? He, he spits. He's, he's a musical genius. But he spits to the music that he makes a lot of time. I don't think I've heard Kanye rap over have I I don't even know if I've ever heard Kanye rap over another person's beat. <laughs> has Kanye ever rapped over a beat that Kanye didn't make? I'm sure he has. That's um I, I have to look that up. That's a that that's that's a re-up stat right there. Um yeah, so let's save that for Yeah, we're gonna look that up. Um <coughs> I don't know that Kanye, I don't know if I've ever heard Kanye rap on a non-Kanye beat. No, but and so what I'm saying is is Kanye knows how to give us the best and worst of him through music. He is, he is a he genius does. at that. And so I think and that you should you let that genius Be a genius at that And let him And that he should want to express Whatever it is that he's trying to get out to us Through that In the studio I don't think he should be running for president <coughs> It is a joke It is beneath him To stand there and allow himself to be mocked in such a way uh, and, and By people who are I mean he's a billionaire bro He's a fucking
2: yeah. billion. Why do you need to even subject yourself to this He doesn't and, but his wife even reached out today on Twitter. And that's where, where I get a little worried. Yeah. For his... You know, last time this happened, um, he ended up going to hospital and saying, Hove was going to send somebody to kill him or something. Remember? Yeah. Remember? And it's weird because you brought up Dave Chappelle earlier and I was going through videos... And I came across an older interview with Dave Chappelle, where they were interviewing him about his been his experience from D.C. to Hollywood, and he said Martin, Lewin, Martin Lawrence always reached out to him. Yeah, I remember that. You know which one I'm talking about. Yeah. And he said when Martin Lawrence had his episode. He reached out to him. He said, The first thing he said was, That was the best sleep I had in my life, bro. Man. <laughs> Thanks for checking on me. The,
1: the way Kanye needs to communicate with us is in his best form. And yes. I think his best form is plugging away on that board, on that computer, on that beat machine, whatever he's doing. Mm hmm whatever he needs, he's got that big ass ranch out there in Wyoming. Bro, got all the space and opportunity. Maybe that's what's wrong. Maybe Kanye needs to just be surrounded by more people who are, who have his best interests at heart more than their financial well-being. And I'm not, I don't know Kanye's, I don't know Kanye's crew. I'm not saying, I'm not putting that on them. What I'm saying is, is like, Kanye needs to be, I think, dealt with outside of the studio by people who are not, not gonna force him to do anything with that's in his best interest, but people who are going to be better influences uh and hold him accountable yeah. uh for, for things a little bit more uh exactly. and, and you know monitor his his health and well being um for for just a little while and let him go back to being comfortable in creating and then let Kanye
2: just kind of write himself. It's imagine it if it was your family member, if it was your uncle, that, your cousin.
1: Right. That, that's exactly what I, I would rich, be prescribing. Ultra
2: rich, yeah. Cousin, also married an ultra rich famous person. Yeah. Would you want all this shit? You're gonna get it. I mean, no matter what. But I'm like, yo, uncle, you need to chill, bro. <coughs> yeah, somebody yo, step in.
1: Yo, look, Unk uh, I don't even know if she for you. I don't know what she doing. If Kim can't she help. keep hopping on the plane, dipping out, coming back. I don't know what the fuck that's about. But Unk Uh <laughs> Yo, listen to me, Uh. Bruh. Take these, go lay down, get a glass of water, probably put a diaper on. You don't need it. You don't wanna you do not wanna piss the piss the bed, Unk uh, you gonna good sleep. You gonna feel great. You are gonna feel great when you wake up. Uh, uh, it might be a couple weeks from now. <laughs> that's no, for real. That's yeah. that's me. Like, you know what I mean? Like for it, that, that's what I'm like. I'm 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 serious. I'm serious. I'm joking, but I'm serious. Uh, it's it's a hard. Con- yeah, we need to get Kanye some help, man. He said Harriet Tubman. I forget what the statement he said. Har- Harriet Tubman didn't free slaves. She just took him to work for other white people or something like that, right? Yeah. And I get, if I I sit there and I think about it over and over and over (laughs) and over and over again, I go and I actually do a little bit of research and I look up, you know, what Kanye could have meant by what he was saying. Kanye was basically saying, you took these slaves from being captive slaves and took them just to work for other white people well Kanye there wasn't very many black owned businesses back there I don't (laughs) know if you you know that or not there was not very many black owned businesses Kanye where was all the black people at Kanye they were in the south how many black owned businesses do you think there were Kanye (laughs) in the south Kanye He's gonna shut us down So He's gonna sue us But I'm not saying that he's not Responsible for his train of thought What I'm saying is, is I'm just trying to understand What exactly he was saying Right And that's where I'm saying Like somebody should be a little bit more In his corner there to be able to say it Hey really talk should. talk this shit through with him Talk it through with him and say Hey well Kanye okay I, I get what you're saying But hear me out and maybe just give him that perspective and maybe I say that. Maybe you're Kanye. And right. you tell me, hey yo, man, Harry and Tubman ain't do nothing but take the slaves and work for other white people. I'm like, "Ah, you stupid, man, but you don't never nah, that I was like, nah, you again. can't say that. For <laughs> real. I was like, you can't you you don't believe that, do you?
2: That's the hell you're gonna die on.
1: <laughs> and bruh, for real? <laughs> Nah, nah, shit. I mean, come on, man. Who? How many slaves back then was able to just go get a loan and start a business, bro? They couldn't just start building wealth. Like somebody had to work for somebody. At least they was getting paid. <laughs> These dudes was getting paid for their work. They wasn't getting paid but, in the South. <laughs> <but> <laughs> they was. The they time. they was currency. What are you talking about? <laughs> he, he 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 makes a point, which is he does make a point but the point he's trying to make is not illustrated by the words he used to make it so um
2: but i think um like cuz i have uh i had bipolar and adult adhd uh-huh so sometimes it's very easy for me to see where Kanye's going like for people that think like that right it's it's very easy like in a conversation for us because we want to go okay A to Z right but you don't you automatically process and you go okay well I know the answer but I don't need to tell you why <laughs> but it, it, so it's kind of a fucked up ordeal and, it, and that's what I think makes my relationship work really well with Lita is because she kind of knows how to guide it <laughs> <laughs> I feel that, that works So, I mean, it's like Um Sometimes it's it's easy for me to understand Where he's going Or where he's coming from, you know So But at the same time, I wouldn't want me out there Yelling random shit <laughs> Yeah Run like me for president Nah, nah, you for president? Fuck no, are you crazy? Legalized weed
1: That's okay. like the only good thing you do Everything, nah. everything else
2: you you'd fuck up. No, I'd make pedophilia an uh executable crime.
1: That is you know what? That's a good, that's a good we might have stumbled into a good topic there. Uh is what it, is pedophilia something that people can be rehabilitated from? So I'm uh actually glad you brought this up because if there is and i'm just using just that i'm not I'm it not, depends on i'm not you ti- yeah i'm not tied to to any any type of, of no. thing about that subject what i'm saying is i'm using that subject as an example of if so there is un- i got a story for if this. there are unredeemable crimes what do we do with people who are convicted of unredeemable crimes let's use let's say it that way okay so, you, can, you can use
2: pedophilia as an example, but let's just say so but let yeah. me let me go back to the can people be rehabilitated so I'm a firm believer in um no okay, but um I'm also not um hard headed and i'm kind of open minded to certain things yeah um my stance has
1: always been like people who are Accused of something like that it's like a uh, What do they say once a dog Once a dog bites you once you got to Put it down yeah that, That's kind of like you know yeah. I mean, How how, how, exactly. I was, how it was always put to me Like this is what this is what
2: those people Are My issue is I'm also a Believer in that innocent people Get charged with crimes all the time Exactly and that's, that's the par- That's the problem that's the Paradox right there Right, so and here's what fucks people up the most, though, about this decision where I think it is an executable crime. Most pedophilia happens in the family. Oh, yeah, vast majority of it.
1: And those are the ones that don't get reported. Exactly, those, and yeah, when th- people... Those, those are the ones that other people actively cover up, depending on who the person is.
2: right. Oh, it's just your uncle. It's just the way he is. Yeah. How many times? Don't depending go on how near many your uncle at the family reunion.
1: Depending on how many M's uncle got. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Depending on how 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 big how, how big the company business was, and how high up in the ladder uncle or grandpa or whoever was. Now, <laughs> there's some people that actively cover up for that shit out of very good point personal gain because if they were to out it they get cut they get cut financially out of out of a will and so it's almost like these people are fucking forced to offer their kids up as a fucking not not a sacrifice but I mean I guess for that kid it's a sacrifice but for uh, you know offered up as tribute Mm -hmm. uh, you know I mean for their slice of the pie
2: right that's nasty Um, so years ago uh, when I was completing Fuck, my parole get here? for Shit. the Department of Corrections. Oh, that's my fault. There was... Um, I had to take a bunch of courses and it was critical thinking and like all these, you know, anger management, all sorts of classes, right? Yeah. To repay my debt to society, to rehabilitate myself. Um, They knew that the counts, the head guy that owned the place... He was a firm believer that people could be rehabilitated. Okay. Even pedophiles. Um I had to have many conversations with him to see where he was coming from cuz like I, I it, it was it's hard for me to to wrap my head around. Right. And he um he told me one time it's not you really can't, what we do is not rehabilitation because if you're doing something wrong like that or you're breaking the law, you are never habilitated. Right. So you can't, you can't, you can't rehabilitate something. That, yeah. <laughs> right. So what you're doing is teaching new ways uh, to think about situations, which I'm, I'm actually glad that I took these classes. Um, in the long run. Okay. I thought we were going to I thought we were going towards the, the realm of uh we are the other okay I still am a firm believer in executing people for pedophilia. No, no, no. no I'm asked. not talking about that. I'm talking about um the other uh
1: route of uh the, the controversial method of uh what was it chemical castration. Oh yeah.
3: But I, I'm I don't down think
1: for that too. Uh they say that chemical castration often does not. It
2: doesn't stop the urges. Yeah, it doesn't thoughts. stop the urges. It's still there, and then people say, "Oh, well, let them have sex dolls that look like children." No, fuck you, and fuck you too. Yeah, um, that's that's not. That's called enabling. Would you yeah. hand your no. heroin addicted cousin a needle full no. of heroin? No, I, no. Because no. guess what? They're gonna move on once they realize it's fake heroin. After so long. No,
1: absolutely not. Like, no. You, Fuck no.
2: Mm-mm. We need to the uh Yeah. The, so the, we the, need the, to get get that shit, that behavior cut, clean so, out.
1: Of so way. if we So let's 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 ask this question. If we have people that we don't believe that we can rehabilitate, and then I want to move on. Uh
2: uh-huh. What do we do with those people? So the anarchist in me Says we just cast Them completely Out of society War to We find an island Do we build an island Or do we find one No we just find one Out in the fucking ocean Somewhere and just drop them Can, can that be considered Humane I don't give a fuck They're not They weren't humane to their But we have rules That we must abide by When people are doing Longer We're getting jail time or prison time for a fucking plant and people are raping and molesting children and getting nothing i don't care fuck that's, the system that's a fair that's a fair point to make point mate however there
1: is a so there's something to be said about how we operate as a society humanely versus inhumanely like it is literally written into the constitution uh under cruel and unusual punishment right so there is like we can not yeah. we argue with people all the time about being able to pick and choose the yes. parts of the constitution that they want to follow for their right. own purposes right so we got we we're nothing without if we're we're nothing without our own principles so that being said
2: I, so that but being here's said, no no hear your me civil out civil rights hear me out,
1: hear me out hear me out that being said mm mm-hmm. If you are convicted of that type of crime, you do lose certain rights as it is anyway. Right. So, could you expand that portion to say you now lose as a uh, let's say that you charge with something? What do they call? What do they call the charge when it's like accelerated or whatever? Aggravated? No, not aggravated, or- but. Um When they they hit you with like an extra charge on habitual, top of it, just beca- like just because
2: you know, of the the seriousness. Oh of yeah, the, crime. the the statute is, raises in depending on the severity of the crime. Yeah, the uh,
1: uh, so would you would you elevate that because one you've take you've been able to also take away a person's right to vote after or, or carry a firearm, so you've essentially suspended their Second Amendment rights. So could you then roll that into and say because you committed this crime? In this aggravated fashion, that you now also suspend, you know, what I mean, your 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 rights to, uh, you know, cruel and, and, and unusual punishment, and we banish you to some bare island to fight it out with the rest of the motherfuckers there for survival. Right? That's option one. Say yeah. Or the humane version would be
2: shoot on on spot.
1: No, we at least build infrastructure there. It's not cl- it's not fucking it's not we're not gonna build you fucking cottages and a neighborhood and streets and all that shit. But so, we, we build we give you what you need to survive there. This is where
2: it's Do you throw them on an island and you shoot them in the head, basically, right? Wood chip or guillotine. I
1: mean you 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 could give them the whole
2: we, uh, <laughs> we we send you out to an island
1: full of other people just like you, and everybody on the island has been given one gun with a single
2: bullet. Do you kill yourself, or do you kill the first guy you come across? Do you kill yourself, or do you use it for protection? Uh, um, so this is where it's it gets it gets we it, 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 not weird. It's there's a line, and you don't know where to draw it because a lot of it depends on severity. But where is the severity line drawn? Because trauma affects people differently. It does. And that's the whole point of what I'm saying. And so... um, I'm glad, and you, I'm glad you said that. Like, s- some people uh, may see... Someone may see it as touching someone on the shoulder. Someone may see it as sexual assault. And... You don't know.
1: We'll see, this is, this is one, one, one weird argument I've, I've heard before, saying that if you want, you could stop child predators in one cycle if you were able to identify every child who had been sexually abused as a child And rounded them all up Mm -hmm. And basically cast them away Yeah Because their theory was that's the way that it is. that's the way it is that that's how the the cycle keeps getting perpetuated is so that it's like this some closed loop of you know of, of something that doesn't affect and that's the type of thinking that gets people minimizing the problem and thinking that mm-hmm. it's smaller than what it actually
2: is right it will, it'll eventually come back though exactly so it in it because it's it it always finds its way back it has been here if you look at
1: I'm not let me preface every this every civilization. Yes, let me let me habit. preface this by not by saying I am <laughs> not making a case for this. Don't fuck with me. But you look back through, like you said, civilization, uh and you know, Civilizations past And there's all All been made references Open references To Older men Having Relationships With Young boys And young girls uh, uh, Throughout uh, uh, History Right Right and you look even today. You don't even have to look that far back in the history. You can look today into some. I'm not going to name anything out, but you can look today into some civilizations around the world where it is accepted for men to take young brides. Right, and that those civilizations still live very close, very close to the way the older civilizations before them that I mentioned before lived. They follow a lot of those same tenets. It's relative, it's subjective. Is it just as wrong over there as it is over here? 100%. Because the reason I'm not saying that the way we do it is correct, I'm saying that the reason we do it that way is we look at at what does it feel like to be under a certain age? Mm -hmm. What is your agency and what is your ability to make sound decisions especially in stressful unfamiliar situations mm-hmm. what to do is the, the law was literally made for people who act predatory that understand that you're young and influential at that age and that they can put enough pressure on you to make you do what they want you to do that right. is literally a what a predator does they corner you they pressure you they also groom you um Or they just physically overpower you. That is what predators do. And so that's why we have a law of under a certain age, we're not allowing this group of people to make that decision. We're not allowing you to even be able to coax them into making that decision. The law is not made for for you know for them. The law is made for you. (laughs) For your old ass
2: get off them kids
1: get off them kids what the fuck is wrong with you um, and so the we've determined that here but you go to some other country where the, 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 the belief system isn't the same and it may mm-hmm. be different you go to some some countries where the belief system may be closer to ours and you still
2: see it yeah cuz it's not made illegal.
1: There's very there's very developed countries but, who also have relaxed uh uh guidelines or relaxed laws on how young somebody could be and be in a relationship with an adult.
2: In in those in those countries that have those lax laws though. Yeah. They're also the elite powerful families yeah.
1: in control. And don't get me wrong, there's lots of countries where it's technically illegal but widely practiced. Right. You know what I mean? And so All over the globe. All over the globe. And so it's not like this is something like like I kept like I kept saying earlier. When I started to hear more people's stories and started to listen to what other people went through and what people would open up to me. Um uh, you know i take on a lot of information and a lot of people's you know stories i don't i don't know whether i'm just i'm a relatable guy to talk to or you know whatever the case may be but you know the uh, i started to learn like i said these numbers that people talk about you know these numbers of of what you see in the news they're, they're even the ones you see in the news are fucking dumbed down they're watered down yeah they're way bigger than that and those numbers are already high right and so man that's we as men perpetuate the vast majority of violence and 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 against women um and that shit gotta stop right we gotta find a way to one deal with our own shit to hold each other accountable to stop with this whole men uh not being able to express their true emotions about shit that men are not men unless see me and Tia had this conversation the other day uh also about you know she said I I'm, I have more of an alpha personality and I don't I don't agree um I don't know what you would call it but I don't think I have that alpha personality right it's not me, um, unless I'm just doing a bad job at stereotyping what that personality comes with, uh, which is very much, which is very possible. Uh, you know what I mean, Like I could all, I, I could also say that, right? I could hold myself accountable for that. Um, but the the whole alpha personality, I don't even, I, I like when I see people that what I would define is that I look at them like, man, what the fuck, you need to chill out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was like, That's I what I see as Yeah, I don't I, like, I don't know what that level of energy is, but Bro. you know, yeah, I can I can turn up when I need to, but I'm usually a little bit more reserved, right? So I don't know what that is. But um the the but my point is we we a lot of times group ourselves into those categories as a means of survival right. Right? as men. Like, we're hard on one another, especially growing up. Like, as a, <laughs> as, as when we just sitting around with our boys oh, at yeah. a young age, like, you know what I mean, teens, oh, yeah. early 20s, you know what I mean? Like, we any just sitting around, yeah, yeah, any emotion come out, you getting bagged on, right? Yeah. And so, because we was brought up like that, we was brought up to believe, nah, you can't, you gotta act hard, you can't, nah, don't cry. Don't you know what I mean? Da, da, da. And I found myself sometimes as you know what I mean nearing forty, and I'm like, nah, dude, you can cry, you can let that shit out, let that shit out, and then go on about your day. You feel better. The you ain't even got to talk to nobody. Sometimes you can just Dang. go be who you want to be uh, uh, over by yourself. Shit! If somebody, if somebody asks you, or somebody see you, just have, have, you know, you can have you uh, a an, an excuse in the tuck. Oh man! I just found out a friend of mine died. <laughs> I'll pull that shit. I don't give a fuck. Ow! Right? Uh, now that's not, some masculinity not, not, shit not, right not there. Beca- not because I'll that pull this card right. I knew somebody that passed. No, Damn! Not, not because I want to. I want to throw toxic masculinity on top of you know let, letting letting mm. out you know my my emotions, but. I'm just a private person, I don't want you in my shit. Because whatever whatever I'm thinking about at that time is personal to me, and I, I may not know you like that, so I don't I'm not just gonna let you in that way. No. You know, that's that you gotta protect your energy just as well. You know what I mean? You can't just let everybody and that's another lesson. You can't let everybody just be around you like that. You have mm-hmm. people out there who move through life a different way. Um They love the drama yeah, and the Yeah, they to they, feed on people's exactly. Sorrow. They they feed on that shit. Exactly that's a perfect word. They feed off that shit and so you know what I mean they, they, if they don't have none to feed off of but you got a lot of energy then they'll create that shit because they know that once they shift your energy that way that it's just gonna be a, a buffet for them to feed off of right. right those those are those toxic friends that you have in your life the ones who are always pushing the button the Not ones that you toxic f- friends there's a lot of toxic family toxic friends to- to- yeah those are there you go there's little toxic people in your life The family, don't give the ones who the ones who always call you when they got some shit going on, and you just be at the house chilling, and all of a sudden your phone ring, and now thirty minutes later you find yourself riding to the west side, and you know what I mean? You you pull up in somebody's yard, and it's like them two of their cousins, a couple kids running around, and somebody pulling up, you know, the neighbor kids pulling up on bikes, and all of a sudden y'all fighting in a yard that ain't got no grass.
2: What the fuck?
1: The friend that called you for that mission? Mm-hmm. That's a toxic person.
2: Right. That's, because guess what? That's the only time they're calling. And you,
1: for some reason, are beholden to this person and that's what got your ass fighting in a dirt lot.
2: I, I think a lot of people feel like they have to be the person that gets run over by the bus, like when it's family. Yeah. And because I experienced it personally, I I'm very open with my children and with my friends that I think it's very once you notice the signs of a toxic parent or a toxic sibling if it's your case mhm uh no matter what the case, just cut ties, just get the fuck out of you're gonna set yourself up for heartbreak every time, and that's that's let's tie- let's tie those two things together then real quick because
1: you know you made it a point just to include family in there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of us that have the traditional family arc, I would say, mm-hmm. of being born to a loving parent or loving parents and somehow some way through that either being or finding yourself to be a, a strong family unit that you know grows up together, that watches the older generation grow old, and you know I mean is there for each other and spends holidays together and doing all mm-hmm. that. The you know the traditional family, traditional, arc, right? Great, congratulations! You hit the. Jackpot lottery in life, and as much as television and you know, fucking Hallmark movies and all that shit will have you believe that more people than yourself experience this, it is actually not the fucking truth. No, and a good percentage of the people who do go through that are miserable when they do because of some of these things that we talk about about being you know, repressed in the families. Like I said, depending on how many M's somebody got. (laughs) Yep. So for you to have a non-traditional family is actually more traditional these days than anything. And so you get one family that Mm -hmm. you're born into. And sometimes we're born into shitty families. And sometimes we gotta break away from that and be who we are to be able to protect ourselves and our energy, right? Right. So you... Actually, are a little bit luckier because the second time around, you get to choose your family, right? You get to choose the people that. You, so, don't wall people off, is what I'm saying. When you have, when you have that trauma, that's how we work through things together. We started off mm-hmm. by saying earlier. Earlier, we sit down and we have these conversations. Let me know, as a person who was lucky enough to not go through my childhood experiencing a lot of traumas, how I can. Empathize and help and be a a, a a a person to you who who is a, who is helps you get back to trusting people again or loving people again or you know what I mean you know becoming a, a, a more of a communal person again. You know what I mean? Like yeah. because we all about that. Yeah. Uh you know what I mean. I recognize how lucky I was being able to grow up like that. Because some people close to me didn't even have that. Right. I just dodged the bullet. So um. Yeah. Shout out to all the people who've gone through trauma. It's crazy. Uh, a couple of quick things before we we start to wrap up here, uh, dude. Did you hear about the judge that was uh sh- the her oh, son yeah. was killed by the guy dressed up the as the was FedEx? Yeah, the FedEx driver. Now I'm starting the, to see more and more stuff, one, right? and I, I just saw something right
2: before I walked out of uh. I was going to send it to you before I came over cuz I read it I read it right before I came over it again. So
1: the alleged shooter um killed himself uh after after he killed the judge's son and uh wounded her husband. Mm-hmm. And the judge at the time uh she's a federal judge, her husband was a, or is a defense attorney. Um uh, so uh from from initial reports uh, a guy dressed up as a FedEx driver uh, came onto the property, approached the door um, the son answered the door shot and him through the heart shot him through the heart and also uh, his father I guess was in the hallway behind him and also uh, was hit as well Mm-hmm. Um, the father survived obviously the son didn't um The driver was then found Uh I guess not too far away Uh in his vehicle With a self inflicted gunshot Dead with a a, a, what looked like a self inflicted Gunshot wound. Um the Judge Was I guess Recently appointed to a Significant case In the whole Jeffrey Epstein Um Yep uh deal and i think a lot of initial speculation uh was go that way um it looks like it's now being reported that's you know there's something different that that's not the
2: case Mm-mm. which if that was the case she was appointed two days later what then after it happened she was actually assigned the case it was randomly generated it wasn't I thought it was before that. I thought, I mean, I thought was she, I thought she before, was.
1: Oh, yeah, sorry. I thought she was re- reported before uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then then he started looking at possible um, uh, the I guess the the alleged shooter I believe was an, an older guy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like seventy something years old. He was a. Uh, let me see. Let me look that up real quick. Well, I, I don't you know. Wrong.
2: You know they they
1: tied him to another one, right? Yeah, that's and that's what I saw on the way on the way out let me see here uh the story it just keeps getting crazier and crazier the whole story let's
2: see here wait what did he say he said he was he called his employer in the middle of his case and said i got a terminal disease (laughs) i'm done right and he was a men's rights attorney is what he was yeah and he had had recently lost a case before that
1: judge before her
2: well yeah she had set aside though she agreed with him in a lot of circumstances so she basically told him refile under these circumstances and i'll grant you passage and so but
1: he didn't do it who knows if he actually had some, I guess the, an autopsy I guess could confirm that Or his medical records If he was diagnosed with anything Could confirm if he If that was the case uh, But you know I mean it's, it's a sad story All the way around But mm-hmm. like I said It's making a lot of headlines uh, One because she's a federal judge Two because an innocent uh, Young man was shot and killed uh, In his home for doing nothing more Than opening the door For what he perceived To be a delivery guy um, Rest in peace to that young man Uh, and thoughts go out to uh, his family, friends, and everyone affected uh, by that. Um, He is, uh, or she is probably, I mean, I don't know any mother that wouldn't, if something like this was to happen, like wouldn't instantly, would probably want to trade places with their child. Uh, Can't imagine What she's going through Uh, Words cannot express that So um, Like I said Thoughts go out to them Uh, Man Uh, I did see another Crazy stat Come up Um, Oh dude This fucking shit Was just breaking too The The they closed the Chinese consulate in Houston Yeah that's what I
2: wanted to bring up too
1: uh, there, There's been some some Spy accusations um, yeah. Talking about Threats to uh, United States intellectual property uh, I want to say political interference uh, By the Chinese uh, In that area uh, And uh, China has Vowed to retaliate um, in, in kind for The action um, you know what this sounds like to me? Hmm. I'm gonna get conspiratorial real quick, really conspiratorial. <laughs> Just because I, I've been watching some shit. Uh, what this sounds like to me is, um, they found something. Yeah, yeah. It was some kind of joint venture because see, Houston is a huge port for. International trade Right Right A uh, A lot of Chinese American Business partnerships And ownerships And all that kind of stuff In that area Of the, the country Right People don't realize How much It is Right and and I'm, I, I know, I know Houston. Houston Is not in On the fucking coast I'm just saying Like a lot of business For those ports On the coast Go through Houston Yes So Um, with that being said it's not easy or it's not hard to make the connection and say somewhere along the line while they're down there drilling for oil somebody found something or found a trace or a hint of something and there was some type of partnership made or joint venture made between these two Mm -hmm. countries that said we're going to explore this because yeah you found it but you're in our waters such and such you know some shit like that right yeah and somebody found something they found what they were looking for and just like what Bob Lazar said in that interview with Joe Rogan when he was talking about how um it got to, it was like the, the, the Americans and the Russians had been working together on on some research mm-hmm. and when they made some type of significant discovery, immediately they kicked the Russians kicked out. Kicked the Russians out. And right now it's mm-hmm. looking like something just, just got found and they kicking the Chinese out. They yep. closed the whole Chinese consulate in Houston, for some reason, and they Pompeo yep. is being very fucking
2: matter of fact about what they're doing. They were reporting fires burning inside the building today from yeah. visual sight, but they couldn't get video. There's or, fire.
1: There, there was like I saw some video of like a bunch of fire trucks and stuff outside, and then some Chinese guys or some I don't know if they were Chinese. You couldn't see because it was an overhead view, but some guys in the consulate spraying some little area down. Uh, like something had just been burned, some type of uh, something had been burned and they were just you know spraying mm-hmm. it all down to make sure it didn't spread too much. Uh, and there's a bunch of trash cans out there. So I don't know if they're insinuating that they're getting rid of evidence or some type of, you know, uh, 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 some classified material of the Chinese government uh, you know anything like that so who knows uh, but I thought that was interesting and something I saw uh, breaking on the way out the door um, what else oh here's another good stat um, since 2019 just since 2019 this is only 2020 we're halfway through 2020 since 2019 the Trump campaign spent over 1.3 million at Trump Properties
3: hmm.
2: Already. What about uh sports news in the NFL today? What what happened in the NFL today? The NFL confirms masks are mandatory of fans are allowed in the stadiums. That shit's gonna be short lived.
1: A hundred hundred percent that's gonna be short
2: lived. <laughs> are they um, fucking nuts? What about the Wall Street Journal reporting COVID nineteen? No, no, measures? no, 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 no. Back that up. Are mm-hmm. they fucking nuts? Nope. They can't be serious. Where do you see that at? Um, from ESPN dot com. The NFL confirmed Wednesday that if fans are allowed at NFL games this season, they will have to wear masks. If fans are allowed. Yep. Yeah. Brian McCarthy, the league's vice president of communications, tweeted. They're, they're not wondering. Gonna be allowed. Yes, they're not gonna it be allowed. is league wide. Fans at NFL games this season will be required to wear face coverings. They're not going to be allowed. They have not even uh, announced a league-wide policy allowing fans at games yet. They're not going to be allowed,
1: dude. There's no way in the world. The NFL plays through the fall and the winter, which is the time you already have a fear of COVID being spread with the flu. And NFL stadiums. Uh, I mean, how are you going to? I get it. How are you going? How, how are you going to have an NFL stadium, even if you have it, let's say half full, full of fans um, <laughs> indoors, at like a Minnesota Viking stadium or something like that, some with a fucking dome on it, and that not be some super fucking COVID spreader
2: event. Well, so here's what the next story <laughs> kind of ties it in. Um, the Wall Street Journal that um, from Chile to South Africa to New Zealand COVID-19 measures have all but wiped out the flu in the southern hemisphere why how's that
1: um,
2: the flu so, is not spreading because the way that we are not, because not- people are wearing masks they're washing their hands they're sanitizing. These countries took it serious, right? Right. Um, so these hospitals and these places were all worried well, the influenza is going to hit here now. But because they took all these measures because of COVID 19, um, they have way far lower numbers of influenza and other seasonal respiratory viral infections. Um, in some countries, the flu seems to have all but disappeared. Okay, I see your responsibility and
1: your by bypro- your positive byproducts of responsibility, and I raise you a Donald Trump. <laughs> we're dying from COVID and who's winning that we're hand? The- Me, baby, because America first. Mm-hmm. That's where we're My at. My freedoms. That's where we at. Okay, he finally just recently allowed himself to be photographed wearing a mask and tweeted it out like he's been about wearing masks the whole time. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, he always wears a mask now. No, the fuck he don't, man. Y'all gotta listen. Listen, I think I may have said this before. I'm gonna say it again. Hashtag Tory Lanes is a bitch-ass nigga. Um, no. Donald Trump is going to play this election in a way that no other president has ever played an election before. Because I don't think any other president has been sitting in the position of knowing that after they get out of office, they have a very high chance of going to prison. And when you are, as we've learned in Mary Trump's new book, a self-absorbed narcissist with both mommy and daddy issues you're you were given a lot of money that you squandered and somehow or another been able to turn around and make into a brand finally uh, with some help from Vladimir and, and the whole playbook that they silently ran while you thought you were on the field playing. <laughs> uh, they actually had guys just juiced up in the stands and paid off some people on the other team. Uh, <laughs> and you thought you were scoring uh, uh, touchdowns because of your sheer might, will and ability to play the game when actually motherfuckers are just falling down in front of your blockers. So the That guy you want, yeah, that guy to accept
2: so defeat. Well, you know the country of Chile. Somebody he doesn't respect. Mm, yeah, yeah.
1: Dude, no, nah, he ain't. He's bro.
2: not. He's not.
1: He, we drag. We dragging him out the Oval Office, kicking and screaming. To. I, bet, I bet. January
2: twentieth. They gonna have to. They gonna have to done. drag this motherfucker out you're the done. Oval Office, kicking and screaming. You're done. Um. But so back to this story, Chile. Has recorded only 1,134 seasonal respiratory infections so far this year. So, we're talking influenza and stuff like that. We're not talking COVID and everything. Oh, COVID symptoms. No, that's an actual diagnosis. Uh Uh-huh. An actual. So, um, they've had 1,134 cases so far compared in normal time 20,949 hmm. the first two weeks of july is the equivalent to our in the southern hemisphere is equivalent yeah. to our early january Gotcha. so the height, the height of their of, local yeah, the height season. Of the season there yeah um in the last two weeks of June, Australia registered only 85 new laboratory confirmed influenza cases compared with 22,047 for a year earlier. <clears throat> okay.
1: I mean, shit. The measures work, you know, across the board. What can you say? It's crazy. Man. Uh,. Others in in sports news, I guess I don't know how how do we get oh we were talking about the NFL. Are, are we doing news now? I guess so. Uh, in the NFL, uh, you said you were talking about the NFL opening up, but yeah, uh, looks like the LA Clippers. Uh, whenever we get back to playing basketball back in arenas, um, are breaking going to be soon breaking ground on a new arena for themselves located in Inglewood. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it looks. It looks like the environmental report uh, was just approved by the Inglewood City Council. Mm. Uh, but the way this stadium is designed is fucking nuts. If you haven't seen it, uh, I will Google it. The uh, or this is uh, just a rendering of the uh, Clippers proposed arena in uh, Inglewood. It. <sighs> I don't know what to describe it. Like, how, what does it look like? It looks like, you know that big egg-shaped building that you see over, I think it was like London or something like that. It looks like that, but laying on its side. <laughs> and it's kind of got the, like this little nesting going. And it's got a, what looks like maybe a Clippers logo built into the top of the building. Uh, or a basketball shape, it looks like maybe. I don't know. But it's dope. Uh, the the design of it is fucking very
2: dope. It's very interesting. Uh, so, dude, this is kind of cool, right? You see it? No, something oh. else. What's that? So, um, it's on Gizmodo, but Gizmodo. it's Gizmodo. Uh, Twenty three and Me study reveals genetic legacy of slavery in the Americas. They, it, they got deep. Um, they analyzed the genes of several groups um through the Americas. Um groups included uh North, Central and South America as well as the Caribbean. Yeah. Um they didn't stop there. They cross-referenced genetic analysis with shipping records of the boats that operated during the transatlantic slave trade. Uh-huh. They and this was several they they did this in collaboration with several universities across the world. Yeah. Um They have records of 36,000 trips made between 1514 and 1866, which include the home regions of the abducted peoples, and the team's findings were published in the American Journal of Human Genetics. That's crazy. Two years after, or was it a year after slavery was abolished,
1: Mm -hmm. people were still making trips? Well I guess you had to give the, the, the people who were already out to see it they got all the way over or got all the way over there, got their load, yeah. came all the way back, pulled back to port. Hey man, slavery's over. What, <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do? They Who's gonna pay me? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up.
2: There is also evidence that supports a strong intracontinental slave trade. Now thought to have existed, Nigerian ancestry was over overrepresented in African Americans, um, suggesting that many enslaved people actually came from the U- to the U.S. from places like the Caribbean, where many Nigerian people were originally sent.
1: Yeah. Dude, you don't even want to know the stories about shit that went on in the fucking Caribbean. Yeah. Oh my God, that's that's a ho- we could do we could do a whole podcast on
2: that shit alone. Oh yeah, and it it talks about that right there that that reinforces the black reality or black the bleak reality that generations of enslaved women's were raped by their so called masters. Um, it's talking about that right there in the article what you were just talking about yeah that and also what they did to um the men
1: and how that's affected um people's views and mm-hmm. not only just that part of the world but a lot of that also here in the states uh in the black and african the the african-american community of uh our, the views on homosexuality coupled that with you know a lot of Man. a lot of them being mostly christian um and you know it's a whole lot of stuff and so said we could, we could do a huge deep dive on a lot of that shit yeah it's it's crazy dude i'm seeing uh highlights here uh from what the uh we kind of get our first glimpse uh at what nba life is going to look like in the uh bubble. The bubble in the bubble i mean i got to admit dude i mean if this is what it's going to be like it's not bad uh i mean it's kind of like I mean, it's it's kind of like watching a well-televised version of, uh, I don't know, it's almost like, it's got to feel like you, you're you watching pro guys just out there running. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's crazy how they filled in the background where the crowd would be with, uh, and what I'm watching here, it looks like screens uh, yeah. at the ends of the court um, with team logos and things like that up on the screen. Um, You do see a few people out in the crowd. uh, And what I'm probably gathering that is, is maybe. Was that it looks like they're standing up and cheering when certain teams score. So I am imagining that's probably like trainers, staff, you know, maybe probably owners, uh, whatever, just kind of sitting out there in the crowd. And then you have the benches on either end. Uh, Can't see what the other side looks like. If there's any crowd or any people on that side. Uh, But it kind of looks like here they're probably just going to only play it from one angle. Like you're just going to see that one camera angle kind of swivel back and forth uh, in the middle of the court so you're only looking at one side. Uh, But no, I mean, overall it looks good. Uh, I'm going to be interested to see. uh, I have the... uh, I need to look at my email. I just got an email the other day from the NBA League Pass uh, and see what's going on with that uh, because I want to see if I can get my... uh, my VR. I want to get my VR and sit courtside and watch some of these games. Uh I so I'm probably, I'll check, that's I'm gonna probably check. what's going to happen. I'm going to check that when I get home. Um see if that see if, see if we're going to get any any type of access to that. That would be dope. The NBA be crazy not to take advantage of that, especially with as many people. Oh, okay. And that's, no, there's doesn't look like there's anybody on the other side. I got a little glimpse there just from the uh the end of the court cam. Uh, but there are little sections here where I saw they're playing like fans cheering on these big ass screens. So uh who knows? It's Disney. So they're doing it. There's big Black Lives Matter, uh on the court, which I'm kinda indifferent about that. Um I don't guess like I, said, I don't wanna be pandered to. Uh but you know, NBA, I gotta see it. You gotta protect your investment. I mean, because let's be real. Uh and these days the way that a lot of these young black men are thinking about black empowerment you gotta believe that these young black NBA players are thinking about it as well and they got the wallet to back it up uh, and if they ever decided that hey we're just gonna go start our own fucking league run and owned by players which uh, I believe any basketball league should be yep. I think that the team should be owned in equal share by the players the management uh, basically, all of the people who take uh, who, who who make it work um, take in all the money, divided in a proportional manner. Of course, the players are gonna get the biggest mm-hmm. chunk. The ownership, you know, and management is yeah. gonna get the next biggest chunk after that. Um, but or and I mean not ownership, but I mean like you know uh, management, because uh, you still have to have front office management, all that shit. Um, but my point is you profit share for people while they're in the league and if they want to be employed with the league after their their playing days are done, Mm -hmm. then they continue to profit share through other portions of of that. But they would make, I think personally, that those players over the course of their career would make way more money doing it that way than the Mm -hmm. way that it's currently done. Because you're doing those numbers in your league now. Nobody's watching this other league. The NBA Mm -hmm. what? No, it's whatever this is now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's the power that I know. I think that the NBA, if they're smart, knows that they have. And so you got damn right. They're going to paint Black Lives Matter on the fucking court. I think any
2: team, though, that gets... They're protecting their investment. uh, Any sporting team, any sporting event, I don't care who it is, if you get taxpayer dollars to build it and support it... Yeah. That money that profit that should come back to the taxpayers yeah 100% that should not be going to make the owners rich there shouldn't be owners the owners should be the taxpayers of every sport i think you can really make something good of sports by doing that yeah
1: the uh i wonder let me i'm going to turn the volume up a little bit here let's see what we can get out of this uh i was wondering as to what it was going to sound like uh, when the NBA gets back in so let 's see what it sounds like
5: Theolytic and Solomon Hill opening the final quarter from I oh was Silva Hammer strikes quickly on the lob from Gabe Vince back to begin the season which was quickly converted to a full contract by the Heat Crowder tippy-toe I mean the music's nice but
1: I just want to my thing is I want to be, to be able to hear the players player
5: I want to hear a player every player I
2: want to hear LeBron, LeBron be talking became, shit a, a really nice player off the bench from uh, Miami. I, want I want to hear Steph when he fights down
1: you can kind of hear him hold on
2: oh the Silva Hammer strikes quickly. Uh, yeah,
1: I can hear him yelling a little bit after. Like yeah, but I think they should shooter. all be mic'd up. Uh, you know, like the they should hear us, like me and you talking. right now. Robinson, but right. that time I, I don't want to get shut down by Disney. Um, so yeah, the, uh, the why are NBA, all these black fans showing up? <laughs> uh, the NBA is they're, they're scrimmaging. That was uh, just a little bit of. Uh, uh, some footage. let see. We had scrimmages between the looks like the uh, Sacramento Kings and the Miami Heat. Uh, I like going to games The Denver Nuggets though. and the Washington Wizards, the Pelicans and the uh, Nets. Oh, is uh, is Kevin Durant playing? That's gonna be interesting. Like some of the players that that get into the game that weren't there. I don't think he's playing, is he? I don't know. That's what I'm looking. I don't see him out here. No. Uh no, Jared Allen and I see No, I don't see him out here. But I mean, I don't know if I don't know if you would you risk playing Kevin no, if you were gonna no. have Kevin Durant playing, would you risk playing him in a scrimmage? I mean because absolutely to be fair, not.
2: fucking uh, Zion's not out here either for the Pelicans. so I do not I I d I don't I don't think you risk probably the best NBA player in the NBA right now. Yeah. Bobo, uh no. I was seeing some shit on uh not to, in a
1: scrimmage. I was saying some shit on uh, Twitter About uh, Bowl Bowl When they said that, mm-hmm. You know Kid might be uh, He's getting there You know what I mean it's, You know Him spending Man, that time yeah. Developing But I'm I'm kind of excited About watching Watching him
2: uh, I was just watching Some highlights of him The other night yeah, he's gonna. If, if he's once, gonna be a good. Once he
1: gets on his, yeah. Once he gets his shit, like you know, he gets into to, to his comfort zone in the league, I think, and he's able to just continue growing uh, and developing. Be a dominant. Yeah, he, he he's gonna be a problem. He's yeah. gonna be a problem because watching him just in the limited time that uh, he was in college uh, playing out here in Oregon, dude mm-hmm. uh, was a problem. Like he had almost like a dare I say he almost had like a Kevin Durant style game. Uh, in college, with the way that he's able to uh, kind of handle the ball uh, better than most most big men, um, and be able to pull up from range with a, a pretty deadly and consistent shot, I think he. Right. I think, matter of fact, in the games that he did play, I think he shot some stupid like fucking. I think he was like plus, he was over fifty percent from three. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah Kid's just fucking he he's he's a talent that I think that like I said he stays healthy and matures in this game he's gonna be a problem for a lot of people uh in a few years shit, shit, maybe right away who knows uh but he's getting he's been getting that development in the d league so he's doing a uh you know out here working out with uh the Denver nuggets so uh oh shit just got a block right there too just slap that shit off and then fucking oh he's handling the rock coming up pulls up from three. Banger, yeah! Like, dudes, he just gets a block on one end. As I'm as I'm talking, he fucking gets a block on one end. Handles the rock coming all the way up the court, pull stops, stop and pop, pull up from three and just drains it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's got a good skill set, and like I say, he's gonna be a problem. Bobo's gonna be a problem. Uh, so, anyway, all sports. We're not a sports podcast.
2: Nope.
1: Uh, man, I'm good, bro. Have how, how you? you got anything else you want to talk about? No, I want to go watch Aliens and go to bed later. Uh, Hey have you seen um, I just came about this I was listening to uh, Joe Rogan's Podcast the other day with uh, Jeremy Corbell and uh, George Knapp Uh, Jeremy Corbell was the one who did The the Bob Lazar documentary and George Knapp has been referenced you know as a UFO reporter uh, for a long time And uh, I never I guess it was A 2018 documentary That he made about Skinwalker Ranch You ever seen that shit? I haven't seen it yeah I've seen bits and pieces, bro you gotta watch that shit um yo that shit is trippy as fuck uh Skinwalker, I think it's it's you just if you go i'll watch it on hulu yeah uh, if you just go to Hulu and type in skinwalker, it'll pop right up i've been
2: uh I've been on the ancient like Sumerian documentaries mm-hmm. on youtube right um those, uh, are a those lot are of the ancient though. histories. I'm talking like the six hour fucking documentary series shits (laughs) and like, yeah, like 10 episodes and some shit. Yeah. And they just run them all in one big giant one. Yeah. I love it. And, uh, I, I get like, cause to me there was like, even as a kid, I remember thinking, seeing these places when you learn about them, I was like, there, there's no way those people didn't, there were slaves didn't build those pyramids. No, they, where where was the burn marks on the tor like on the pyramids on the inside from torches? There wasn't any. They had power, right? Like there's drill holes that can prove this shit. Like there's so many things that can prove our ancient people had an advanced technology that we know nothing about. Oh shit! And I think we just forgot. Kazunte, and, um. and it's something I always like thought about. So I always like try to look for the 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 commonality. Yeah, and it's like what it makes you think about all the different shit like it's so crazy and I get that's what I go to sleep to (laughs) well you gonna get some good sleep tonight
1: man uh shout outs bro what you got for shout outs um
2: I actually had this thought out earlier now it's fucking high I can't even think about it (laughs) Um, who throw, was it well, We were we talking about my boy Let's throw a little Kanye in there yeah, There we go a, Yeah we see go. this is the Kanye we need College yeah. dropout type Kanye You know like Yeah it's,
1: it's, this, this is the Kanye to the yizzle There we go uh, Shout outs let's see uh, Man I want to say shout out To all the uh, The people out there continuing to Um uh, push through on uh, you know, demonstrating for their civil liberties for the civil liberties of others um, you know what I mean the people who have been out there weathering the storm for 50 plus days at this point uh, shout, out, shout out to y'all you know we may not agree on a lot of shit sometimes or the way things are done but I respect your right uh, to be able to do it, whatever you need to do in order to express uh, your grievances towards the government that you feel uh, have been committed against you so for that I commend you and I give you a shout out
2: Uh, I agree and that was what I was thinking about along the lines of is there's a lot of people out there fighting for the same thing that they just don't know it and they're fighting against each other but and it was really weird seeing Am and Bundy do that yeah and so that it was kind of like shout out those people that were in the like welcome to the club Welcome to the club. Welcome to
1: the resistance. Uh, you finally see it through the same eyes as as people who have been uh, crying out for you know for your help for help from anybody uh, for for a long time now. And uh, now we're starting to finally see it because I mean, unfortunately, it's spread to everywhere. Uh, like I said, you know, um, uh, I think it was ELP on that new run of Jules album uh, said, you know, funny thing about a cage is it's not built for one group. So when they're done with nice. them And you're still poor The next they'll come for you You see yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So like you, you have to understand what It's a power dynamic Right? And and that power dynamic Right now Is making you Look at me And saying that I am the reason Why your life is not good And that's not the case Because my life Is just as shitty Because now I'm in the same position As you And I also have you Mad at me So The The uh, you know that that's how we have to look at things uh, uh, going forward. Is hey, you know who's playing us against what? That's why I said we got to get out there and talk to some of these groups. So uh, even though we don't have the same views on a lot of shit, yeah, we can still get out there and, and fight for a similar cause. You know who we're not shouting out? Who's that? Come on. Hashtag Tory Lane's the bitch ass nigga. So.
3: Uh, uh.
1: Other shout outs uh, Going out I do As much as They've been catching flack From other people I want to shout out The moms That showed up To the protest The moms and dads Uh, Because it's just adding another element And like I said it's a great chess move To counter the chess pieces That the uh, the Police and the government have been putting on the board Uh, So shout out to all those People for going out there uh, Regardless of how much flack other people have been giving them. I gave the analogy the other day To somebody that was on uh, Twitter Which you know I don't know why you, you Even want to give a fuck about spreading uh, Good knowledge on Twitter But uh, they said that You know mom and dads and veterans or whatever are not more worthy of thanks than the uh, militarized portions of the protest. And I agree, they're not more worthy of thanks. But you have to also look at it like this. You guys are out there fighting for the same cause, so in a sense, you are a team. Let's look at a team in its most complex form, which would be probably a football team. A football team, Mm -hmm. you have Quarterbacks, you have running backs, you have wide receivers, you have defensive backs. You know what I mean? All of that. 11 positions right? on offense with the same goal. You all know the names and the faces of the quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and defensive and backs. And but they're gear. often not the highest paid players on the team. The highest paid players on the team are those guys who when you look at them or saw them in a bar, you would not know who they were. Those okay. are the linemen. The people who protect the quarterbacks. The people who open the holes for the running backs. The people who stop the defensive backs and the linebackers from coming back and, and, and wrecking havoc. Those guys the are the often on average higher paid uh, uh, people Mm -hmm. on the team that you never see but they put in the most work and I guarantee you any coach, any owner, any fucking general manager out there making personnel decisions knows that they're not winning a championship without either uh, without both of those pieces so for those out there that are complaining that some of the moms and some of the uh uh, dads and some of the veterans and all these things are receiving more positive news than you are but you're all fighting for the same cause understand that you are just getting more pieces learn how to use them wisely just learn how to maneuver your pieces better. They're all out there on the same board. You now have something to counter what they're doing. Maneuver your pieces wisely. It's it's not about ego. It's not about uh, how you're being covered. You want to be getting positive coverage. They're giving you that. The gas and Ted yet? I don't know, man. We're gonna. Ch- I'm gonna check in on that when I get home. Usually the, pro- gonna... the Portland protest usually pops off at about. Yeah, uh, right about start. It starts to pop off right about now, or they people start gathering. They they really the the crowd usually gets big around like ten thirty to eleven. So we'll find out yeah. here soon. But the the crazy shit starts going down usually
2: about after midnight. And I want to shout out the people taking the night crew down downtown Portland.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's shout out all of the city workers who are uh shit I mean basically getting job security right now. Um, there's a lot of volunteers that go in during the day. Yeah so, they go in and pick up like trash and all that kind of stuff but I'm talking about the graffiti removal and all that kind of stuff for the city workers you know what I mean Who mm-hmm. probably you know a lot of them might be laid off right now due to COVID <laughs> you know what I mean because well, there's a not a lot, lot of people these,
2: down, downtown right a now. A lot of these federal officers are also the ones that they're catching on video lighting all these little sub fires and all over the city and then blaming protesters so
1: um the was well, the chief of police addressed that on twitter earlier today um because i guess joanne hardesty had made a comment uh, or i mentioned that and he gets on twitter and puts out like a three-part tweet uh about how insulting it was that she said that and i'm like yeah but you guys basically have negative credibility so <laughs> i mean like at this point yeah, we literally we literally saw that happen on the in the city that really all of this shit started off in, which was Minneapolis, and we saw the first person that was right. breaking shit and lighting fires was a fucking law enforcement officer. So don't get all let me clutch my fucking pearls when somebody says mm-hmm. they can see, especially if they says they have, they have, say they have evidence of uh, 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 police officers or law enforcement officers lighting fires. So fuck out of here with all that clutch in my pearl shit. Y'all just as guilty, just,
2: just as possible of being guilty of this shit as anybody else. Yep. Oh, and the piece of shit that murdered George Floyd, mm-hmm. him and his wife were, uh, or soon to be ex-wife, were both charged with multiple counts of federal tax evasion today.
1: Good. I, Good.
2: I will never say his name, so. Um...
1: Yeah, he's he he his name will be retired in the way that uh You don't want your Jersey retired. Yeah, that you way. don't say you, you don't you don't want your shit hang up in the rafters for that. Nope. Um dude, yeah, shout out to uh actually you know what? We am I'm I'm T is gonna kick my ass because I keep talking about her. No, actually she's not. She she loves it. Um shout out to the sex workers. Wow. Right? You didn't see what was going here. Ha ha, motherfucker. It went left at the end. Okay. Uh, Killer Mike said something uh, on that new run of jewels Mm. about being for sex workers unionizing their services. I've been down. And I started to think right now during this time, um, you know, there's not going to be no strip clubs really popping nowhere for a while. Mm-mm. I know some places Try to open back up And they br- briefly Started back up For a second But I imagine They're probably Getting shut down Or if not yeah. Already shut down By now um, There's a lot Of women out there Who've been involved In this industry For a while mm-hmm. And There should be Some form of um, Protection Outside of hoping right. Having to trust Some fucking pimp Right Or Some piece of shit boyfriend uh, To to protect you from Some other piece of shit dude One Guys should stop being piece of shit Hashtag Tory Lanez is a bitch ass nigga Um, Two The uh, It depends on your view of a pimp too there, I have, no, yeah. No, I was no. There's, there's there's certain ones. No, yeah. I'm not saying. No, trust me. Trust me. I understand that there's we different levels. We don't like the ones that,
2: that are portrayed
1: on TV. There's different levels of that shit. No, yeah. I don't. I'm not, I'm not talking. I'm talking about the piece of shit ones. The ones who, yeah, yeah. who literally are there to just do nothing but exploit these women. You're and talking about. Kill them and shit. You're talking about pimps who are basically. Polygamist, that uh, polygamist with a business model. Uh, they actually do care. They're not, yeah. you know, married to these women. But what I'm saying is, they they care. They have they have a relationship yeah. with these women that is built upon their transactional uh, partnership, right. right? And he does provide for her. But even in those instances, shit can still get pretty fucking hairy. Sometimes, yeah. Okay, um, because that's in that's just situation. that's a lot of no. Well, I'm just saying it can but get it pretty in, hairy because you're dealing with a lot of people and a lot of emotional energy moving back right. and forth in the same space. Right. That's that's crazy. Right. That's the reason why reality television works is because you take a lot of fucking big energies and you put them all into one confined space and you just let the sparks fly. You add alcohol and you let it go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why it works. And so. Um what I'm saying is the we should be able to provide or sex workers and when I say sex workers, I mean people who are maybe everything from a full on uh, uh, I sleep with people for money, you know, men, women, trans, whatever. Yeah. Um, to uh, I'm a stripper or I'm a cam girl or I'm, I'm I you I you I, I make money directly from something sexually that will be considered sexually explicit okay that's how i define sex worker um and so there should be a way that these women and men are protected uh so you know hey shout out to all of them uh finding a way through um this crazy time right now because they are often the people who don't get into this game just for the pure love of it there are often people who have some type of a need to be able to make that much money and you know without that you know that's a huge loss for a lot of people so um, you know hey just sometimes you just give people a shout out cause you know they need it um, and shit that's all for me man. Shout out J. Cole for dropping these two new singles. Oh uh, he just dropped them alright I gotta get into those we'll, we'll listen to those on the ride back so yep all right man well shit nothing else for you nothing else for me we're gonna sign off here uh if you like what you heard please uh give us a uh a like and uh a follow or whatever so you'll be able to see when new uh programs drop uh get a little notification every time we drop a new episode we're gonna try to continue to drop these weekly um the uh website uh is gonna be probably coming up here pretty soon uh I uh, just saw some I was looking through Some templates and shit That we could Easy shit we could Just make and put up All of our past episodes uh, Just was well you can Find them on On the Spotify app Um if you do want to reach out to us uh, You can reach us at 2regguys420 At gmail.com That's T-W-O-R-E-G G-U-Y-S 420 At gmail.com, 420 at gmail.com. Uh, And if you didn't hear it before We are two regular guys plus weed I am CJ And I'm Chris And we out this biatch Hashtag Tory Lanez The bitch ass nigga